0: to the league exploring the league of legends lore from a to z my name is rebecca
1: and i'm
2: john my name is mark
0: you still sound so sick i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you were sounding so much better and then all of a sudden (laughs) and i'm (laughs) John. anyway today we're talking about the lady of luminosity lux she was released october 19th 2010 forever she's been in league forever Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah
2: yeah, Sarah was like, she got released, like, we were at Riot when she got released, where I was like, no.
0: Oh, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah no, absolutely No fucking no. <laughs> no.
2: She's old as shit.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Yeah, so, also, joining us for this episode, we have very special Patreon guest, uh, Day. If he said it, I guess everyone. That? Hi. Nice to meet you, guys. <laughs> 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 Thanks for being here. I'm glad Hell yeah. On. yeah. Now, why did you
4: decide to join us for Lux specifically? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, I got so into Lux after I got the Elementalist Lux from uh, Hextech <laughs> chest. <laughs> and after that, I started to OTP her in the league. And I don't know. I think that got me very into her. And I, I always liked her lore. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love playing Lux. She always cheers me on.
1: Yeah. She's very positive. Yeah. She's super positive. That's She's, her thing. I love She's it. It's the opposite of the
4: characters I play. <laughs> That's true. <It's laughs> Where do you play Lux? Oh,
3: yeah. Sorry. Oh,
4: this is very embarrassing, but I'm a Lux support OTP.
0: I'm also a Lux support. one.
1: Yeah. some <laughs> mad shade
4: on Rebecca right now.
3: Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, was I supposed to be embarrassed
1: about I that? I hate to admit this, because these people are the worst, but...
0: <laughs> She's so fun, Support. Yeah.
4: I yeah. mean, that's true, yeah. It's fun to one-shot people. Mm. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. And then there's other teams where it's just not fun. And you're <laughs> like, why did I pick Lux? I do that all the time. <laughs> there's four tanks over there. What was I thinking?
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or when enemy picks Zed, and then you get, like, first blood in the champ select like it's Mm.
2: It's bad you know man he just jumps around a bunch just hit your fuck just hit your cue on that guy who just hops around hit your skill shots (laughs) your skill shots man
4: it's impossible
0: (laughs) yeah i can't play against champs like that when i'm playing lux because i cannot anticipate where the fuck zed's going akali aurelia i don't know i don't you're fucking everywhere all the time (laughs) i just Mm -hmm. can't figure it out uh lux has a lot of lore on the universe page she has a bio A comic, three short stories, a portrait that looks like her yearbook photo, and a video called Binding Light. I don't get the portrait. This is similar to the little Blanc one, right? I'm curious when they did these. Yeah. I don't know. But she looks like the girl next door. She's got like this little headband on. And it it's just it looks like her senior yearbook photo, I don't, <laughs> understand know, right,
2: I don't mind that because that's almost the space she's in a lot of the time is that's true about that at least it it like looks like her kind of normal, right? Like the thing with the LeBlanc one is that it was like it looked weird to me. I'm not an artist, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't pinpoint why, but it was fucked, it was- <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. No, that happens. I'm not an artist either, so sometimes I'm looking at something and I'm like, something's wrong. Couldn't tell you why. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it I is. like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I get it. I get it. Did you end up finding more short stories or anything, John? I feel like um,
1: I'm surprised
0: the fucking comics linked. Yeah. yeah, there
1: there aren't a lot of short stories. The only ones that are on the wiki that aren't on Universe are the ones that she's like a part of that are other people's stories. So like, okay. You know, she's mentioned in Garen's bio, Silas's yeah. bio, Garen's short story. Uh, she's got some old lore that she's a part of. But for the most part, all her all her shit's actually on Universe. Damn. Well, yeah.
0: Riot loves Lux. Yeah. I feel like. Right. Yeah. That's why. That's why the comic's
1: linked. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's also named after her. It'd be a real slap in the face to- yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean. You know what? I think I there were kinda, several. <laughs> right? I kind of wish it wasn't linked, because that would be just great. Like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll fly through the bio real quick because we already know all this shit.
3: Yeah. I would say. I don't. Before that. (laughs) I would
0: say there's, there's less, huh? Oh, I'm
2: going to say before we do that, do we want to do the, um, Oh my God.
0: Impressions. (gasps) I forgot. I hope you
1: prepared an impression. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a lost impression on hand? (laughs) I did. I did.
0: (laughs) Um, Ooh, I didn't think of one. Demacia. Oh
2: shit. Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Going whole hog with it. Um, (laughs) <laughs> in the name of Damasia, i will punish you
3: oh hell
0: yeah
4: beautiful mm-hmm, that's nice should i go next yeah. all right your turn i don't have dark secrets i have bright ones <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good one i'm a crown god but
1: you wear the crown you're a light shield, but I wield the light. But uh, <clears throat> I I I mean metaphorically, Your Highness.
0: <laughs> you gave her a little bit of a British accent at the beginning, which was interesting
1: indeed. <laughs> you know, it's 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 the it's the COVID, I think it's probably. the covid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's healed by it's the, the, the way, we could be near each other
0: again. <laughs> I'm a crown god.
2: <laughs> I say. Oh, do Daddy will be most displeased. this, <laughs> please.
0: Papa. <laughs> We're really wow. railing we on the Brits right it now. I'm about, so yeah. sorry. <laughs> the only accent we do in America is a British
1: accent. Mm-hmm. Not well for the <laughs> oh, record. No, I don't know.
0: Never. That's the point. <laughs> All right. So Lux. <clears throat> Lux was a normal girl in Namasia.
1: Now, you most can't of- make that joke because... <laughs> One of her AUs, that's <laughs> literally how it opens. Really? <laughs> yes. That's great. Awesome.
0: In, in Demacia, even specifically?
1: Uh, no,
0: Demacia's not usually in the AUs. It's not.
1: Let's see. Demaxia, hold on,
0: hold on, maybe. hold on. to like, I thought I was going to be able to say she wasn't a normal girl in Demacia, because I don't know why, but I thought Lux
1: knew about her okay. magic early. Space Groove. It's Space Groove. Mm-hmm. A, normal gore, a normal girl normal from a normal world. world. <laughs> is specifically how
2: it's (laughs) to your point Rebecca that's I I think there's an inconsistency in the bio with uh the Garrett and short story the 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 one where he talks with the hag or whatever
0: yeah absolutely there are yeah (laughs) okay but anyway (laughs) uh Lux comes from the Crown Guard family. They're very respected, blah, blah, blah. Garen goes off to be a soldier boy, so uh, Lux was expected to take care of the many estates, which she hated. She wanted to see the world, so Lux... Oh, Lux discovered her magic one night when she's attacked by Sabre wolves. <laughs> <laughs> the only little office get through in there. <laughs> I'm disappointed about Topical. how long there was a there.
3: <laughs>
1: I did like imagining that she was just reenacting that scene from, like, Beauty and the Beast when the wolves attacked and that's how she discovered her magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would work well with that animation. Um, Mm, Right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she saves herself with her, light fingers or whatever. (laughs) Demacia sucks and they don't like magic, so she's all upset, but she starts to practice on her own in secret. At 16, she travels to the great city of Demacia and she became friends with uh, Kahina... That how we say that? Yeah, that's sure. how I was thinking it. Sure. And they're a knight of the Order of Illuminators who help the sick, and that's kind of all we know about them. There's like a really quick line, like, they like helping the sick. So Lux likes them. The bio ends with her enjoying the capital and wanting more for Demacia because she loves her home. And as we said, this is <laughs> very inconsistent with like a bunch of stories that we are going to talk about later. Yeah like her mom there's like this whole part about her mom like knowing about her magic and trying to stifle it and like hiring people to like i don't know get it out of her somehow and it's very more like more traumatizing she gets like the elsa treatment in, yeah in the short stories and stuff and mm. the bio they're like she just practiced her magic and she likes it now yeah i
2: don't know what happened here i'll be honest i feel like we're looking at like the ruins of something that happened because when you look at like the old (laughs) the old bio like the one before this it's a lot more detailed and it goes into like like kahina gets more like like she shows up in like there's a single line about this character who doesn't show up ever again ever where it's like who even is this uh but in the old bio she bio she gets a bit more in the old bio it it does reference the flesh and stone story and um it it this idea that she went to Damasia at 16 even though i don't think that's true either right like she, there cuz there's other stories we have looked at like flesh and stone where she's in Damasia at 13 right and it talks about them visiting yeah every i
4: don't know year. i was so confused yeah <clears throat> yeah something's weird something I mean, happened yes, um i was actually got, uh, pretty confused who this kahina is also but um yeah. actually i was like um reading sona earlier mm-hmm. so Actually Kahina is um adoptive sister of Sona. I mean Sona is adoptive sister of Kahina. Oh. oh okay. That would have been yeah, good to know. Connection. House yeah. Do they talk
0: more about the Illuminators and what they are? Or mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. okay, interesting. So. so the
4: Illuminators are this order, you know. Um, which is um, supported by the generous donations of the Bouvel House which is the parents of Kahina. Okay. Which okay. also has Sona as their adoptive girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, but I had to do a lot of like research to find this <laughs> yeah, this information. <laughs> we get,
0: like, I think Riot forgot about them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: they did. Yeah, the I mean, they show up in the comic.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, true. And we get, they show up, like, we've seen them elsewhere. We saw them in Kale. Um... We get like we can like piece together a little bit of what they are because they show up in the short stories too. They're like a quasi-religious order. They seem to, they seem to be some have some sort of function with like magical children. Like in the comic, she talks about like oh mm-hmm. I go and help afflicted children, and by afflicted I assume they mean like mage. So like it seems like an avenue through which a mage child could be like handled, maybe maybe a little better than like the the mage seekers. I don't know. I would like more throwing about this, them in this.
0: prison next to Silas. <laughs> yeah,
2: again, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing to throw into the bio with like no supporting anything,
4: right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, a little... yeah,
4: I think the bio flux could be a little bit longer, but I don't know. Maybe it yeah. has just too much sto- like stories and lore to get all together in a biography. Sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's fine, you know. Sometimes bios are like that, where it's like you
2: know, here's just like the starting place and then you get more of the development through the stories. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it to be, you know, a little consistent Yeah, <laughs> It'd just be great yeah. if they didn't contradict yeah. each
1: other. That's yeah, that's it. I think they, they had,
0: this was the groundwork and then they fleshed it out through other means and then they never corrected themselves, really. It's
2: weird, though, because like I said, th- there was a previous version of this bio that references like short stories like Flesh and Stone. So I feel like they came back and I think part of the issue was that the old, the old bio's I think were before they made Demacia so like 100% like mage seekers anti-mage right like in the old bio there's this group called I think the Radiant Ones and they're essentially like magic secret ops that do work for the Demacian like government so the idea that they have this little secret group of mages that they do actually use Um and I think that's been done away with entirely so I think they've had to come back and just change things and it's just been kind of like it's fine she's got a bunch of other lore the bio doesn't need to be perfect I think
1: that's what happened <laughs> yeah yeah Another question I had about Kahina, too, is it mentioned that they they were teaching Lux like, martial training and everything like that, and man, I would love to see that reflected in oh, any yeah. anything that she does. Yeah. I feel like oh, the yeah. only evidence we see of her martial training, um, is her tripping over herself when almost getting attacked in the warrior cinematic.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just I... thinking about that. <laughs>
0: it doesn't fit honestly yeah. um i think like having her train for like um stamina would make sense <laughs> because if you look at her in game and just how she you know works in the world she's maybe in shape but she certainly doesn't know how to fight without relying on her magic she and cardio. i think that's fine she's a mage yeah she does cardio <laughs> cross, cr- cross country. for sure yeah. she she <laughs> baton twirls she's real fucking good but You know, she's not learning how to throw punches and stuff. And that's okay. She doesn't have to know how to throw a punch. (laughs) I would think
2: even, like, I would just assume that a Demacian's child, especially one of the Crown Guards, gets some sort of, like, basic, you know, just, like, two years of military service type thing, right? Like, they just get a little bit of basic training, you know? Mm -hmm. Or
0: just, like, that Garen would have given her some basic training. Like, oh, "Oh, you're my sister. I want you to be... Able to defend yourself.
2: That'd be sweet, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like as a little yeah. bonding thing between them. I mean, she does shoot Silas. No, it's not a great shot, but she does shoot him with a crossbow. So there's like <laughs> a little bit of of thing. Going point on. blank, but she hits it.
0: I'm gonna be honest. I think I could shoot a big man with a crossbow as well, and I've never shot a crossbow before. It's
2: true. It's, it does seem very like you know point and fire, right? Like,
0: yeah, it's, it's I think, like think I can figure it out.
4: <laughs> okay, but after this uh, scene where Lux is shooting her cross, uh, crossbow. Um, she actually um, stabs her, I mean, Silas's feet yeah. with the knife. That's true. Knife. So that was maybe, a baller <laughs> move. Yeah. Mm. Maybe she has a little bit of melee. You know,
0: yeah.
4: that's, stabbing
1: know. someone, like,
0: that's that rough. takes a lot. That takes a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like through different the foot, yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: I mean, that's I would true. need that one in the league as well. I mean, <laughs> sometimes when these assassins just get too close, I mean, I wish I had that knife and... <laughs> Right, that should I be her agree. new passive.
0: We need, to, yeah. Yeah, we need to give Lux a knife in-game, Riot. Can you give her a knife? <laughs>
4: please, please, do. Everyone
0: should have a melee attack.
4: <laughs> yes, All right. Oh, yeah, man. Right. <clears throat> so,
1: last thing I noticed about the bio, they talked at the beginning of the bio how when she was, like, being brought up and everything, she questioned all the teachings of her mm-hmm. superiors and asked and, like, tried to learn knowledge beyond what she should have learned and everything. And I couldn't help but thinking that, like, Lux is what would have happened if Diana were rich and blonde. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. doing the exact same shit that Diana did, except Diana was like, like they were like, hey, shut up. You're not a crown guard. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> true. Yeah. Stand
1: in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> You're too fucking pale.
0: <laughs> that would That would be a fun pairing to see them as friends or something. Because yeah. they are very similar in that way. But I think Diana is a little bit more Miserable about her situation, which again, she wasn't rich and blonde, so the, I don't know what being blonde has to do with it. But, but yeah. Whereas Lux is, she had people push back, but they also were like, "Oh, Lux, you're so fucking cute. We can't, you can't be mad, stay at you. mad
2: at you. Yeah,
0: you can't yes. stay mad at you, Lux.
2: <laughs> you're right, though. Right? There was a lot. That would be a fun pairing for sure. I'll be yeah, done with I like that. that. All right.
0: Mm. All right stories there's so many of them yeah where I, shall we begin i figured we the comic do it, i don't know which one
2: i was thinking we try and do it chronologically because there's like like oh. there's like flesh and stone takes place when she's 13 so it, it definitely happens before any of the other stories and then probably yeah. i think like the comics probably the most recent thing we
4: kind of do that last if we're trying to follow okay. The, okay. the arc of lux is the chronological order is of course like flesh and stone yeah. for demacia Last Light and then the comic.
2: Yeah. Mm. And Last Light,
4: Mm. you know, Last Light for Demacia, I think probably around the
2: same time would be my guess. I don't know for sure. It's a little non-specific, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do Flesh and Stone. It's by John O'Brien. The bio, by the way, by Graham McNeil, of all fucking people, to do this weird... (laughs) Bio. I don't know.
0: I don't think he wanted to do it. I'm going to be honest.
1: <laughs> do you think did, it was bad. the last version by him too? By I the way, bet. I'm I curious if he wrote that was. and then someone came in and someone edited got, it? came in to edit it. Yeah. Oh, I, would, that I think makes that's sense. a reasonable guess.
0: <laughs> Grant McNeil doesn't write things. Um,
1: I can't. Short. Yes, but
0: I was trying to think of the better word for that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway.
2: Anyway. So we talked about this with Gallio. um we talked more on the Galio side of things but it's following luck she's on the verge of tears she's walking to get out of the city walls and she kind of breaks down once she gets out of eyesight of anyone and we kind of see that earlier that day she almost uh, she almost uh, her her magic almost you know got out in, in the middle of class right <laughs> I, I was trying not to be like polite about this she almost popped a life boner <laughs> in front of the whole class right <laughs> it's traumatic sure. it's sad she the, her magic almost comes out she, she just runs out of class um and she goes, and she stands in front of Galio, and she, she notices that the eye moves and is looking at her, and so she runs off. And eventually, she gums, goes home, like, way later that night. Her mom is there waiting for her, and she is pissed off, you know. Um, and obviously, we you know, her mom is aware of what's going on with her magic, and uh, her mom, whose name I don't remember, has arranged to have an annuller come uh, secretly, you know, kind of come in on the sly. And uh, I know we've talked about them before, but probably come in apply petrocyte to like tamp down the magic and kind of keep it on the, uh, the down low. Now it sounds shitty. seems like a really shitty thing to go through. Uh, Lux kind of has like a ha moment, uh, and sneaks out to go to Galio and to see if the, cause he's supposed to absorb magic. Oh, he can fix me. he will take away my magic. And suddenly Galio wakes up and he's, you know, all up and about and walking around and, you know, she understandably freaks out uh, and kind of runs away, but they start having a little back and forth, um, Gallio doesn't want to go. He loves being around Lux. You know, he sees how through the years her family will always come and visit this big statue and every year her magic is getting more powerful and he is like, starts to anticipate her coming. So it's like, ooh, I get to, I can feel it tingling in my toes when, when Lux is, is on the <laughs> horizon, you know. Um, Gallio doesn't want to go back to sleep. Lux kind of agrees, like, if you will just stop moving and pretend to be asleep, I'll sleep near you. Um, and he agrees, but she sneaks off. And she runs off into the woods. She tries to use magic to kind of find her way through um, and is discovered by some random group of dudes who happen to be in the woods at the same time. Uh, and they're getting ready to kind of like take her off to the slums because they think she's just a wayward mage. And Gallio shows up and, and saves her. And so, uh, you know, later that night, Gallio and Lux are kind of hanging out. They've, they've come to be fast friends. Uh, Lux wants to use... She's like, oh, you're perfect. You can just take all my magic out and I'll be, you know, done. Uh, And Gallio's like, no, you need to hold on to that. That's important. Um, And it's more important than me being awake and alive. Uh, So she goes home, I guess, that morning at this point, spend an all night thing. And, you know, feeling appreciated, she comes home and her mom's there with the annuler. And she just tells him to fuck off and (laughs) goes to her room feeling all happy and ready to, like, try and master this thing, I guess, is kind of where she leaves it. That's mostly it, summary wise.
1: So I think. So the I guess the the analogy like the coming out analogy I guess <laughs> with with Lux which I think is pretty clear in a lot of her stories like is very strong in this one specifically. Yeah. I think there are a lot uh a lot of very kind of like one to ones here. Sure. Yeah, especially this uh, one. Yeah, I wrote I wrote uh, some, some kind of examples and quotes of, of the journey. (laughs) So we've got kind of like the, the self-shame, like the other side of her, this ugly and decidedly un one was a face the girl shared with nobody. And then you've got the exhaustion of having to hide it from people. If they stopped her, she felt she might break down and spill everything to them. At least then it would be all over, she thought. And then the feelings always being there but then getting stronger and harder to hide the older you get then there was the glow ever since she could remember lux felt it burning in her heart longing to burst free when she was small the glow was weak and she could easily conceal it now the power had become far too great to stay hidden and then there's the pain some parents would put their children through to quote unquote fix them Lux had heard rumors, horrible rumors, of petricite ground and swallowed in potions, followed by bouts of excruciating pain. Then you've got the final acceptance of someone close. Uh, This was a Gallio quote. Uh, The Colossus tilted his head at her. You are Demacian. You belong in Demacia. That's when she was like, I don't belong anywhere. (laughs) And then the final acceptance of self. I'm not afflicted, Lux cried out. I'm beautiful and valuable, and one day I will prove it to this kingdom, and if anyone has a problem with me, I've got a very large friend they can talk to. It was a wonderful journey. <laughs> yeah. Who do you
2: think her mom thought she was talking about?
1: Ooh, maybe her brother? Maybe.
0: It's
2: like, I don't know if you met Garen lately, but he's... <laughs> yeah.
0: If you don't like it, Mom, I'm gonna get your son to kick your ass. <laughs> Oh man, I love this story, this is a really I, good one.
4: I like this story a lot too. Yeah. I mean, I had a, one thing I had to write up, like instantly after I was reading these lines, but like like Mark asked, um, Lux's mother name is Augatha but in this story on the universe page it was written two times "auguta" and five times five times augata." so i don't know some people might be a little confused which one it is but in the wiki page it says it's "augata." well i'm one i'm one of them so you know <laughs> right <laughs> her yeah. mom's original name was
1: lilia oh really interesting oh, interesting oh, really <laughs> I didn't. I know
0: gotta that. say, I'm drafting a novel right now, and there's a character whose name I keep spelling differently. So I kind of understand when you're drafting that sometimes that happens. I'm like, where does this I go again? Why can't I fucking remember where this I
1: goes? This is gonna be a dwigget situation.
0: Another office reference. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be that
2: episode, huh? Yeah, I like this one too. I like the Galio-Lux interactions a ton. I think that's really where, this, for me, it kind of shines is once he's awake and they're interacting and he's in this, you know, he's all crazy and bombastic and she's just, like, desperately, like, you need to stop fucking moving right now because they're going to know him am <laughs> He's like, let them see. She's like, I need you to shut the fuck up, Galio, please. Right? Or there's, like, mo- this moment where he's like, no ah, yeah, whatever. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to go now. That time I hit the old the old dusty tray. <laughs> This was fun. <laughs> this was wondrous and magical. But uh, they're going to notice if you're gone. So that whole thing, them them both interacting
1: is a ton of fun, I'd say. So I know Demacian schools are strict and all, but the fact that she left school once and then her mom was like, the school has chosen not to expel you, but this was not an easy mess to I fix. Know, like my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like, I guess that's like part
2: of the, the, we can see some of the issue with Lux's home life even is that if your kid, like... I guess her mom knows what's going on, but still, right? Like, your kid ran crying out of, like, class one day. Your first thought isn't like, hey, what's what's going on? What happened? But rather really like, you're pretty fucking lucky you didn't get expelled, right? You know? <laughs> this was a big pain in my ass, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Their mom's the worst, honestly.
2: Yeah. Y- y- yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. Just yes right
0: yeah do they have a dad i don't remember they
2: do but he doesn't ever show yeah. up anywhere ever <laughs> he, he exists
0: okay
1: <laughs> he's around yeah he, he's another one that's named but not shown and also has a different name than he used to have yeah he used to be marcus i think mm.
2: yeah
0: marcus
1: that's what the Duke is to... busy
0: at the office <laughs> he's like that 90s dad who doesn't have time for his family <laughs> he needs to go through something <laughs>
2: He's got TPS reports to spell. file. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He all over my ass.
0: Someone needs to make it so he can't lie, and then he'll learn how to
1: love his family. I'll we'll have time for my kids soon. <laughs> but yeah. Why
0: were those all the 90s movies we were watching? I don't
1: know. You had a lot of directors listening to, like, Cats in the Cradle <laughs> <laughs> in the 90s
0: your <laughs> dads are not around
2: what did y'all think anyway. what did y'all think of the because she has a mantra that she kind of is repeating throughout the story and I think mm. uh, I remember what the details of it was it's like ooh uh, the light the shadows fade b- b- before the light something like that and at the end it, she's like that doesn't make any sense I'm gonna change it to shadow thrives besides the light I feel like I didn't really get it but maybe I'm just an idiot you know what I mean
0: she's 13 I don't think
2: you know yeah. what <laughs> that's a fair point <laughs> It's like a too deep for you, MySpace quote. Yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe that's what's going on.
0: Oh, I definitely could have seen that under somebody's selfie on MySpace back yeah. in the day. I just
2: feel like, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, a light can never actually kill shadows. I'm like,
3: hmm. I think it can. It kind of can. Yes. Well,
0: you get
1: enough of it.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it happens later on in, in the, you know, Ford Demacia well, listen, or whatever. So. She
0: runs out of <laughs> class. She didn't learn about shadows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ever learned one thing about that. shadows, Lux, where are you
0: going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only she had stayed that day. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, solid. Yeah, no, I didn't get it.
2: And then the only the only other thing is, like, to me, it is a, a little weird that... Because um, she's, like, tramping just through, like, the woods outside of Demacia. And, like, there happen to be these people in, like, the middle of the night, like, when she happens to try to use her magic. Um, like, it seems like, I, I don't know, maybe... Maybe massage it a little bit to make it make a little more sense yeah. to me. Like if she's outside of town, or like she tries to use the light and it flares up, and she suddenly sees these like bandit. Like if they were like bandits or something like that. But it seems like it seems like they're just you know dutiful Damascian citizens who are like, oh, you're a mage, you need to be in the slums. We'll go do a citizens arrest or whatever. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> why the fuck uh, were they, like? Excuse me. Why are you out here, actually, sir?
1: <laughs> I feel like the read chasing I chasing little on girls. That. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the read i got more on that was that they were probably like mercenaries who camp out there waiting to find mages mm. to oh who were trying to them back for escape. like money or shit sure. like that uh, that
0: could make sense yeah
1: like a line
2: where she was like oh i've seen these these guys who do this before these mage catchers or whatever you know rat catcher mm-hmm. or something like that Just something coin like that. seekers yeah something like that and that's like fine
0: a bounty hunter. We already have a name for this. <laughs> I like coin seeker. Look,
2: it's a fantasy story. We can't just call them things that exist in the real world. We have to make up bullshit terms, all right?
0: Fantasy bounty hunter.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I got uh, when I was reading the story, I, I was, like, thinking maybe they're, like, some sort of gods in the forest. Yeah,
0: that's what I was feeling. They were, like, kind of, they patrol or something yeah. like that. Like, the limits. Yeah.
4: I think, Yeah. Yeah,
2: just a, I think all I want is just a line know. just to tell me who these these people are, you know? Cuz otherwise it feels it feels very like he- a little um heavy-handed from like the writer's perspective of like, oh, we need to put her in this situation. So like there's just people here. And it's like just explain
1: to me what they're doing here and who they are and then I'm fine. That's all I want. We need to give her. We need to give her one more chance to fail to show her martial prowess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's thirteen. She hasn't had them yet. Don, hey, you got a you. That's true. That's true.
1: Which you know, she 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 she
2: knocked a guy off his feet with one punch. Which from a thirteen-year-old, it's like, that's good job.
0: I don't think I could do that now as a grown adult, unless I was punching mm-hmm. like a kid or something. <laughs>
3: That I do that. again. There's only one way to find out.
2: Let's go find some thirteen-year-olds.
4: Oh man!
0: No, a thirteen-year-old could kick my ass for sure. <laughs> it's like scrappy. It's got to be like seven, you know.
4: Okay, now we now we gotta find out. <laughs> put me in a ring with some that motherly instinct Really, put me in you <laughs> Okay, but um, one one other thing I was like thinking about is. Um, if you're 13 in the middle of the night in the forest, will you go out alone or will you stay with this colossal, magical stone thing statue?
0: I, I guess, like, I guess if, if you're you weren't more expecting afraid,
1: men there to capture you, if yeah. you thought it was just the woods, you might.
0: Yeah, she probably feels like generally safe in Demacia. I don't know. Yeah, but I guess I guess that's just showing that her fear for the giant stone golden retriever. <laughs> Was, was greater in that moment yeah
1: that'll teach her to feel safe in Demacia as a mage right yeah, I think that's that, that's that kind of
0: means.
4: yeah
2: like okay. that's speaking to where she's at mentally where it's like she you know not even thinking it's just like I just need to get the fuck out of here and it's yeah. not like probably not even considering what potential there's sabre wolves all over the fucking <laughs> <Soberwolves>.
1: <laughs> I'm a crown god what are they going to do to me
0: yeah. <laughs> I've got blonde hair yeah <laughs> Yeah.
1: Only other
2: thing, I like the art. There's like every story will or most of them will have little art pieces, um, and I love the art for this. And really, like, all of her stories have this, like, kind of hand-drawn, black-and-white inked sort of style art that they've done, and I really like them for all of them. They're really cool. I'd like to just see them stand alone somewhere. We do a (laughs) comic in that style. I don't know. Something crazy like that.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Something wild. Put a comic. You make a comic and don't link it anywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually... So they did kind of do a Lux cinematic that is in that art style that they didn't link anywhere. I forgot to mention. Oh that. really? Oh, oh really? Yeah. And that was know, part sorry. of like the uh, the uh, the animators workshop. Hmm. That is linked. It's the same on the one that they had like a. we Oh, like like is it the Binding Light one where it was all drawn by um, Mr. Oh, Keen,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: the that's Disney. Yeah. Art oh yeah, yeah. That's on your universe. That's page. the
0: only video that's linked. Actually, Warriors isn't there, but.
3: <laughs> oh <good. laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Yeah, cool. So do we want to do Four Demacia next, and then we'll do Last Light? Does that sound good? Or we can do sure. in like, reverse order? Yeah, because those, okay. are, I think, are about probably the same time. Uh, four Demacia, I didn't... I think This is by Graham McNeil, right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't it's write a long it down. One. Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, we talked, again, talked about it with Garen because he does show up, but uh, Lux is traveling north. She's going to Foss Barrow. It's where a tomb of her ancestor, Fossian, I think his name was, uh, slew a demon there. So they've got kind of a... a, 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 a uh, shrine, whatever. <laughs> they <laughs> honor him there. Um, she arrives. She's planning on staying at an, an Illuminator temple, and she gets to the gates, and they kind of let her through, and she kind of picks up that something's going on. The magist- the guy mentions, like, oh, the magistrate will be relieved that you're here, and the guards look exhausted, and they kind of have this stinger line at the end of the section where he's like, are you here to end our nightmare? Uh, she meets with this Illuminator named Pern- Pernil? Pernilly pernilly That sounds good <laughs> an illuminator who's running the place we assume and we learned that yeah the magistrate's son luca has been missing for a couple of days um people think he's been kind of taken or is being used by a dark mage in some way and she's like oh why and Pernil is like you'll ask me again in the morning <laughs> so the next morning she wakes up from this terrible nightmare and there's like traces of lingering magic and it's just She's exhausted, and, you know, she sees that Prunil is also exhausted. Even her horse um, seems to have not slept well. It's like something is happening here. She's going through the town, and she sees that everyone's being affected. People are beleaguered. They can barely even start the day, whereas, like, a an industrious Demacian town by dawn would be, you know, up and about, and, like, there's barely anything open. Um, but she rides off into the woods. There's actually a bit where she's just kind of enjoying being – because, like, the further you get from Demacia, it seems like the more magic – natural magic kind of, like, starts seeping like, through, you know, and she's kind of enjoying being able to just, like, oh, I can kind of let it out a little bit, you know, air it out, um, but suddenly things start getting a little weird and eerie, and the forest is, like, silent, and there's, like, creeping shadows where they're, even though it's, like, it's like noon, so there's, like, almost, there shouldn't be any, but they start kind of, like, creep up on her, and, like, this voice starts whispering to her, and she almost, like, just falls asleep on her horse, uh, but then Garen and company show up, and he's got, like, four Dauntless Vanguard people in tow. They're all, you know, heroes. And they spend the day, the <laughs> f- six of them, I think, uh, kind of looking for Luca. And they go around the town. They don't find anything. And they get back to Foss Barrow where shit is going down. Uh, there's a big crowd in the center of town. They've got a guy who they accuse of being in league with the Dark Mage um, who had definitely actually killed his family uh, and some neighbors <laughs> with an axe before they finally stopped him. And the Magistrate's freaking out. Um, it kind of comes out that she's, she thinks that he's done, this guy who they've got, has done something to uh, Luca, her son. Um, and it comes out that, oh, her son was a mage. And that's what she thinks has happened. That he's something has happened to him because he has, he has magic. Um, and Lux is kind of trying to figure it out. It's, tensions are very high. It's a very chaotic moment. But the magistrate sort of sen- sentences this murderer guy to uh, summary execution. And, and Garen carries it out before they can get any more answers. And that's, when things go even more haywire because like shadows start spe- like spewing out of this guy's like dead body. All of the crowd go silent and then fall down and all these crazy shadow nightmares show up. Um, so Lux is going to ride off to their ancestor's tomb from way back at the start of this uh, to go try and figure out what's going on while Garen and company stay and fight for some reason. They decide to stay, put and we're going to fight these off. Lux gets to the tomb. She sees Luca is there. He's possessed by a demon nocturne. Uh, and Nocturne was kind of not actually dead, but just sort of in a dormant state. State and able to tap into Luca's magic and all of the fear that was kind of inside him because he's a mage in Demacia, right? Uh, Lux and Nocturne kind of have a little little back and forth. He kind of ca- he like casts Hold Person on her or whatever, like she's kind of paralyzed, <laughs> but she kind of fights through it and makes this connection with Luca and pours all of her magic in, and it kind of casts out Nocturne. Um, she kind of is able to connect with Luca and you know, get him back, and when that happens, all of those nightmares that Garen and co, who are about to, they're, like, about to die, I don't know, things are pretty dire, they all just kind of, like, drift off, like, they just, like, tsh, you know, dis- disintegrate into the wind, and, uh, you know, after that, Lux and Garen are kind of, like, they're kind of sitting down, not sitting, they're, they're standing and watching kind of the aftermath, and they have a little back and forth, and Garen just kind of lays out, like, Look, here's why I killed that guy, and this is why I have to be uncompromising because we live in a dangerous world and we've got enemies on all sides, and we can't afford to be, you know, to look into the nuances of, of the whys and what four is, etc. For Demacia is like kind of the ending lines between the two of them. So, yeah, so that's that's the, the summary, I think.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, Lux's horse, for the record, is named Starfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a Lux name for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> this Luzana is referenced in,
0: um, the Fiddlesticks trailer. Yes,
2: I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: I think yeah. the Helmet Bros. Everyone
2: are was like, like ever everyone's on Fal- edge since Fawbarrow. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a neat detail to pull into, like something completely unrelated. I guess it's a little related. It is he is a fear demon, um, but it's a mm-hmm. neat thing to be like, oh, this happened, and it didn't just happen in isolation. Like people heard about it and things started. People starting freaked out, which makes sense, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
2: But um, yeah, I I like this one as like a lot of Graham McNeil's works. He paints a very vivid picture of a lot of things. Like the the sequence about her kind of waking up and remembering the nightmare, I found pretty effective. The way it kind of leverages um like senses like taste and smell, especially like she's got this taste of like rancid milk in her mouth, and she's like, ooh, that's that's what that's the taste of magic.
3: Mm.
1: I can that's, that's that wondering magic taste, you know. No wonder
0: like, Demacia doesn't like it, right?
1: You know, they they uh, actually don't dislike magic; they just all really dislike milk.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> rancid <tos and> milk, <laughs> specifically.
1: Um, but yeah, what I'm, animals like, the do you think
0: they drink milk from in Demacia?
2: Uh, <laughs> wings and griffins. Oh,
0: did they say that? they
2: have cows? Right? Maybe.
0: Um, it's P- a fantasy do world. You do, can they
1: have have do they have right? cows? there. <laughs>
0: Be like cow bears or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or Alistar. Uh,
1: what I was Can't curious because <laughs> she had she had her little nightmare and then she <laughs> little nightmare her little nightmare uh and then she went outside and saw that her horse clearly had a nightmare too. What do you think horses have nightmares about?
0: Ooh, that's a <laughs> that's good, good question. question.
1: Yeah. That's a good you question. You think every horse nightmare is just that scene from Neverending Story?
0: I think so. Oh. <laughs> Stray you! Yeah, um. That or like, maybe they're worried like. Gragas is gonna try to ride him?
4: Yeah. <laughs> of course. He's a big boy. Or maybe, yeah, or maybe there's no carrots anymore. Oh, yeah. no sugar cubes. Carrots. What are we gonna do?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get fused Yeah. But, um,
0: oh, that's just their nightmare. It's just heckum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I, I, we I we ahead. get more face splitting imagery in this one too. This is yeah. this is the uh, this is the og another one split. of those the, yeah the the <laughs> og uh, grinning into face splitting imagery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the Graham the- McNeil Anthony Reynolds special.
0: I really like the Joker or something. I don't know what
3: it is.
2: <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like the whole like that interaction with Luca is nice and creepy. It talks like he's talking to her, right? And he's got Nocturne inside of him, and he's like, "Oh, you've got nightmares aplenty. I think I'll crack your skull open and scoop them out." You know, it's like <laughs> a creepy little line, little weirdo. <laughs> yeah. You know. And yeah, I, there's another little thing too with her and Garen, where they are talking. They're like reminiscing a little bit. And he's kind of talking about, like, oh, I remember you hated coming here. And you let everybody know it. Everybody knows when Lixana Crown Guard doesn't like something. And I kind of like the idea of her being, like, someone who gets a little, like, pouty. Or, like, when they don't like something, they really
4: like show it like just let everyone know. like i fucking hate doing this oh so yeah i wrote that up. I, I i just lost it when i read that yeah. when young Lakshana grongard doesn't enjoy something the sky is dark and rain clouds empty and forest animals hide yeah. <laughs> like, i like the idea that she's right. got
0: really high highs and then she's got really low lows too. Yeah. as positive as she is if she doesn't like something she's gonna be just as negative about it Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a vibe I can get with that, like like a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the thing at the end, I wasn't a huge fan of like the the conversation she and Garen had at the end because it seems like Garen and Lux weren't actually arguing opposite sides of anything at the end. It's so, like Lux was saying that like the townsfolk really rushed to judge before understanding the root of the problem, and Garen was like, "Well, we have to deal in absolutes to protect ourselves," but like. Those can both be true. You can yeah. deal in absolutes, but if you do, you probably should take the time to ask a few questions to understand the absolute you're dealing with. <laughs> Those don't have to exist in isolation.
0: No, yeah. you form your own absolute idea based on one little thing that somebody says or does. <laughs> That's what says. <Demasi laughs>
1: I
2: mean, you're not wrong, right? Like, it, like that. Like to her point, she could have she could have probably argued against it more and been like, "Okay, well, you didn't know what was going on and." only one of us actually
1: solved this fucking problem. You know what I mean? Like, how was your fighting the shadows working, Garen? You know.
0: Well, I, he doesn't know how shadows work either, I guess. <laughs> it's just not very good at shadows in the Crowd garden
1: family. They attack the darkness.
4: <laughs> um, okay, one other th- uh, another thing I loved about this story was um, in the beginning when They were talking about the journey um, Lux was, like, taking to the Phosphorow, like from Demacia to Edessa, then to Pinara, Lysus, and so on. Um, I like how they write how long it takes to travel from point A to B because I have always the universe map open (laughs) so I can connect more to the stories, you know? Really? That's smart, Was it neat to be able to, like, track the... Like the journey yeah. like northward? I mean, for me, it makes the story more like clear. I can follow it more easily yeah. if I just watch the map. So that's why I always hate it when there's no, like, the town name on the universe <laughs> map. I'm just <laughs> looking <laughs> for it ages and ages. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean. That's cool. That's a, nice, uh, that's a nice detail. Yeah.
2: I thought it was neat, too, how it, it would talk about, like, there was a line in there about how, like, every <coughs> settlement she went to, the, the walls were always higher. Like the further away from yeah, Damasia you yeah. got, the more defensive they, things would get. Um, it's neat. It's neat too because it's like again that idea that the further away you get from Demacia, the more those natural magics start kind of coming out. So it's like oh, we're really oh, in the yeah. boonies. You know what I mean? Like things are re- <laughs> we're really far away. It's, it's cool. It's it's an effective way of again uh, a lot of these Graham McNeil stories very effective at kind of communicating those
1: ideas you know through the way that they're they're written. Yeah. And I it like seems it. like, at least from the first Shield novella, too, like the further you get away from Demacia proper, too, like the higher chance that fucking Noxus is just going to take your settlement. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. It was actually That's neat to fair. see that same river mentioned here from that, because I think they take that river, the Serp, Sir, Serpent the Serpent River. I don't remember what the full name of it is, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Um, it's like, oh yeah, I know that they sailed up that.
1: That's fun. <laughs> yeah yeah this is a solid one i think
4: all right all right you want to take us through last light oh yes yes i do so um the last light it was written by graham mcneil it's uh it's not the like longest story but (laughs) it's it's still very good i love it so the earthquake had struck Turbisia and the soldiers were trying to find survivors but mostly they just found corpses from the ruins so lux dismounted Starfire as she reached the pavilion and pushed inside there were hundreds of hundreds of survivors on woodland blankets surgeon alzar she said tell me how i can help Truly, you are a blessing, my lady. But I will spare you the horror of what happened here, Alzar said. Spare me nothing. I am Demacian, and Demasians help one another, Lux replied. So, Alzar told Lux to go spend the last moments with a hero who rescued a family from their collapsed home and kept looking for survivors. But um, there was a second earthquake, and another building fell over him. So Lux sat next to this uh, dying man and the man was named Dothan. Uh, Lux took his hand and he said, it's so dark. Lux was having some sort of small talk and conversations with him, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She was telling him how brave a hero you are, blah, blah, blah. And then after after a while, Dothan asked, why can't I see? Um, And Lux replied, Surgeon Alzar told me, you have shards of glass in your eyes. And Dothan said, I'm dying, I know that, but I should have liked to behold the light of Demacia one last time. So Lux looked around and saw that no one was watching is the numinous radiance of her magic down through the man's skull to the undamaged parts of his eyes. I can't heal you, she said, but I can at least give you that. It's so beautiful, he whispered. Wonderful. And then
1: he died. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then he yelled out,
1: mage, there's a mage over here. <laughs> China. <laughs>
4: please don't do that <laughs> could you no.
1: imagine
0: that's how fucked demacia is <laughs> oh
3: man
2: yeah well i really like this story too i'm curious like you said you really you really liked this one as well and and you know for such a short story um i i enjoyed it a lot um you know what was it that you, you really uh, you know that did it for you
4: i mean i think um big way i like this story so much is because like The story doesn't like move anywhere. It happens all in the same place. But we still get enough detail to get so into it. And I don't know, (laughs) I I think it gives me like the side of Lux, which we were like, like maybe asking for because in the bio there it says stuff like she wants to help people and she's so positive and wants to help everyone, blah, blah, blah. So maybe this story is covering that part of it. Yeah. I would agree with that for
2: sure. Actually, that's some, that's like a minor, almost complaint I have about some of the other stories is that they're good, but I feel like we almost miss out on some of that sort of optimistic, very positive, like you're saying, super helpful Lux. And this is a nice way of showing it, you know. And um, like I said, very short, but but very uh, effective. Like we get a lot of our personality through those interactions. And uh, you know, again, Riot finds a lot of success when there's not an act; it's not a lot of action. She's just sitting with this dying guy and and just doing what she and using her magic in this unique way to help him, right? Um, they
1: find success in those quiet moments, I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think,
1: uh, I think this and, uh, this and the Lux comics, I think, were were probably the best in terms of actually showcasing Lux trying to help people. (laughs) Because I know that's something that they, they talk about in the bio, but, um, yeah, those, those are the two stories where we actually get to see that side of her a lot. Nice. Yeah. Man, it's- she got real graphic when that dude asked why he couldn't see. A simple, you're blind, would have yeah. sufficed. Lux. <laughs> if I ever get shards of glass in my eyes and I ask someone why I can't see, just tell me I'm blind. I don't need to know that there are shards of glass
4: in my eyes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were, like, describing the wounds of the man pretty, right. pretty <laughs> nicely in the story. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's pretty... The, the depiction of, like, the the disaster is pretty harrowing, too. Like, she's going through all the wreckage, and it's just, like, a series of earthquakes have hit this place. And she's in this triage tent with, like, hundreds of people and, like, parents, you know, crying over dead children. And then, like, orphans who are just, like, staring around with no one there because their family has been, you know, killed. It's like, you know, it's harrowing. Where the
0: fuck's Jarvin? <laughs> what are you um, doing, man?
2: He's trying to get that dragon pussy.
1: Come on now. <laughs>
3: Come on. Sorry.
0: Uh, Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Uh, uh,
1: you know, he's this helping. With, this whole thing was caused because Ramus took a wrong turn mm. somewhere in Shreem. So, never... Who do you think caused
0: this earthquake?
1: LeBlanc she does it all
0: <laughs> it's LeBlanc for sure. it's
2: Malphite, and that's why she fights him so many fucking times in all of her cinematics that's true oh. she does have a bone to pick with Malphite right.
0: <laughs> or a rock to pick hey yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah the only other thing the only little other thing is it's nice it's nice to see Demacians doing good it's nice to see them like oh they're just helping each other and like here's a guy who just was just being a genuine hero right and not through like these like bombastic dauntless vanguard things but it's like no, he just went in to go help people after a disaster to his own, you know, detriment, right? It's like, I'd like to see a little bit more of that when it comes to Demacia of like, hey, here's the good parts of the things that they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we see
3: so I much know. of the like, shitty
1: parts, you know? Like, like, this is what attracted, you know, Zhao
4: to, exactly. to Demacia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. It's true. I like yeah, that. Well, all I can think about is um, if there's like two earthquakes so close to each other is there earthquakes like somewhere else in demacia That's a good question yeah are they don't really line? talk about
0: natural disasters very often right they where are the fault
4: lines in rune terror
0: tsunami <laughs> come on
2: Riot. <laughs> give us the actual lore we need
0: is demacia like the L- los angeles of
1: It's <laughs> just gonna break off and be part of the sea soon you know, I wouldn't hate that because it's almost
2: thematically appropriate. They've got all this building tension, right? And then something happens, and and Damascus is is broken apart, right? Like, sure, fuck
4: it, why not, right? I kind of like it, honestly. Okay, like whole Demacia is just destructed by uh, earthquake, and then they're like, okay, m- maybe we accept this magic after all. Can we fix this? <laughs> it was a mages that were your big
0: and- problem. It was Mother Nature. Mm. the whole time
1: twas earth all alone. <laughs> sure
2: maybe even like all of the shit they're doing with mages and stuff is like fucking with like the spirit realm balance and like nature's getting out of whack and stuff you know kind of an Ionian thing sense. going on yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't hate it I don't hate it maybe we
0: we'll see it in the MMO <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> 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 One one day <laughs> for my 40th birthday I'll get that MMO <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. Now Lux does show up in a few other stories. Uh we won't go into him too much detail, but she shows up in The Might of Demacia, which is Garen's bio, where Garen is beginning to suspect that Lux might have magical power. He's a sharp one that Garen. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she shows up in The Soldier and the Hag, where we learn that knowing the truth about Lux is a constant weight on Garen's mind, but one that he feels he must carry. And then she also shows up in The Unshackled, which is Silas's bio, uh, which uh, I just finished reading Batman Nightwalker, the novel, by, like, Marie Lu. (laughs) Holy shit, it is the same story (laughs) as the fucking like lux comic and the unshackled bio if you haven't read it man oh man it was the same story beats when we get the silence maybe i'll read it maybe we'll do a side by side or something Uh, yeah it's it's crazy it's uh yeah it was it bruce gets put into like a you know has to do some community service ends up going to a jail there's a prisoner there that's around his age He ends up talking to her he he, he likes her a whole lot he inadvertently helps her escape there's a big showdown at the end where she takes prisoners and he has to try and stop her and <laughs> interesting man yeah It's weird timing to be reading that book <laughs> 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 she also kind of shows up in the first shield develop you know not a lot yeah i think it's a yeah, sprawling no, ruminating really wasn't in
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just Have you guys read it?
4: Hmm. <laughs> Have you guys read the first sheet? Yeah. yeah, we read that for Garen. Yeah, episode. we did for Garen. Oh yeah, okay. I yeah. think it has a lot of reading. <laughs> there yeah. is yeah. a there is
1: a lot. It's a novella. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah.
0: A couple hundred yeah. pages, I think.
1: It's pretty good. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly Cythria. It's a yeah, Cythria novel. Yeah. Garen's not, not the best. Garen novel.
0: <laughs> Garen's not the best part of it at all.
2: <laughs> he's there. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> well, then when he stomp kicks a guy like over a table or something, yeah, punches pretty, the guy's cool. helmet in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Quinn's in it. I liked Quinn in it. Yeah, yeah. Quinn's real
1: good. LeBlanc's in song. it. <laughs> kind
0: yeah. of. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah, it's a head yeah. cannon. I mean, it has to be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's it for for canon.
0: Well, we didn't for the short stories. Yeah, then there's a the comic.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: The comic we did talk about a lot with Garen. Um, we did.
2: Um,
0: John basically just summarized it, talking about that Batman book.
2: Honestly, yeah, really. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's 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 a series of comics, right? It's five issues. You know, yeah. It's like, um, I mean, the the high level is. Like you described, or Lux is freaking, you know, she's still grappling with being a mage. Um, she goes to, she finds, she kind of discovers Silas and all the stuff that the Mage Seekers are doing, and she kind of spends time with him, and she thinks that there's a budding, I guess, like kind of a budding relationship type thing. She's like, you know, he's like someone who she can confide in, right? You know, and he's, and for, for him, she's like a, she's a means, a means to an end, right? Like he sees someone who he can kind of take advantage of, you know? Maybe even a little bit of a kinship. It's 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 a little fuzzy or mixed, I guess. Um,
3: yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But uh, it kind of culminates in yeah. She's sneaking him secrets and magical things and uh, books the, that are not for children. Books that are, are not for children. <laughs> it's My
0: favorite line still. So.
2: <laughs> and uh, she gets found out, so they go to execute him, and he you know uses Lux's magic to escape and kind of starts the mage rebellion. And um, there's a big to do because Jarvan the Third gets killed and and Lux and, and and then that's kind of where the f- things end up being like, oh Demacia is is, is taking a much more hardline stance with 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 you know J4 at the helm and and Lux kind of at this point has to be kind of she's out right with Garen and Garen accepts her and and she leads a bunch of mages at the end, kind of out of Demacia. And I don't know exactly what she's doing. I assume she's going to try and work to help mages, you know get away from Demacia, but also like, recognizes that Silas and the whole rebellion also is, is not the the right answer for them. Like it's just as big of a problem for mages almost as as Damasia is.
1: You know, mm-hmm. right? It never it's not explicitly said at any point, but it kind of seems like at this point in the canon story, like Lux is out of demacia
0: Yeah, like she she
1: she's 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 finding her own shit to do. Because uh, garen also makes it very clear, like, hey the Mage Seeker is going to have a lot of questions for you mm. about that fucking Silas escape. You put her out some good answers, yeah. and we know she doesn't have good answers. So,
0: <laughs> No, something about shadows. She's
1: out. <laughs> something about shadows. I, I still don't know how they work, but...
2: Right. And that, that would explain why, like, warriors, they're up somewhere near the Freljord. Like, they're certainly not in Demacia proper. They're in probably some outlying Demacian
1: holding or something, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, a few things I liked about this. So, <laughs> when she's first trying to get into the, uh, like, the area that she doesn't think she's allowed into, and she's like oh i gotta make up this big story about me being an illuminator and she's like see as a senior cadet in the illuminators it's part of my duty to educate our members on and then the guards just like yeah you're a crown guard just go in yeah it it gave me like huge arcane vibes when kit was like oh yes matilda my parents named me matilda after my great-grandmother matilda the uh pirate
2: (laughs) yeah it's funny it's actually it's a neat way of kind of showing how her because like at the end too she's like oh i gotta intervene and help these mages and she again leverages like at that point knows i'll use my crown guard thing it's like i'm crown guard i'm here to help i'll take care of this <laughs> you know take off for the rest of the day or whatever so it's a nice like it's almost like bookended from at the start she's like oh i didn't know we could do that like garen's like <laughs> uses it to, to get past some checkpoint or something he's like yeah you're a crown guard you just flash the badge man Um, so it's kind of a neat like you know like i said book ending for her almost on on those
1: uh that scene where tiana is like oh yeah we gotta marry we gotta marry lux off to to jarvin so that no one can do shit when they find out she's a mage i just noticed how fucking fierce her armored high heels are (laughs) they are massive I i know we like we thought it was pretty funny when we saw Leona's armored high heels in the Call Cinematic. These were at least three times the height of Leona's high heels. She's, they are massive.
0: She's got like armored stilettos. She not really <laughs> does.
1: I gotta
2: check it's it out. It's crazy. See, my problem is I get distracted by her massive heaving <laughs> pauldrons. She is, like, those things are huge. Like, I know they're crown guards, and even, it's funny. Yeah, the crown guards
0: have to have the huge shoulder pads. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But even
2: still, they're like, I think it's especially because she's got such a more slender frame, so it just looks like, I don't know, they're like wings almost, how big those things are, man.
0: I gotta say, when you said heaving, I didn't know where you were going with that. When you said her massive heaving, and I was like, (laughs) her massive heaving what, Mark?
2: (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Well, you know, I like to just, uh... Oh, I'm looking at him now. Holy shit! Yeah, you're right about those, those heels. Sorry, I just pulled it up for
0: me. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I can't. Figure she's it. working on her legs all day. This was you know? issue one, want...
1: page seven. In case you at home want to check out these stilettos. <laughs> I can't figure Tiana out. I'll be honest with you. I still. can't I tell, never can.
0: Like, she's their aunt, right?
1: Yeah, she's their
2: aunt. Her husband is the head of Tiana. the Mage Seekers, and I can't tell if she's in in bed with him. You know, beyond the, mm-hmm. the literal. Um, or if yeah. she's opposed to him. Because I, I it seems like there's tension between her and her husband sometimes. But it, she's also very, like, subterfuge You know, and like she's scheming and things. And I just can't tell if... Yeah.
0: I can't We'd figure We've pitched out. if maybe she had a hand in Jarvan Third's death. Because it's made pretty clear that Silas actually did not kill him. Yeah. Um, someone else has in the chaos. Which is really interesting. <laughs> you bringing up the questionable cover. Yeah, Issue 2's got a real, uh...
1: Sexy. Yeah,
0: it's a real questionable cover.
1: Now I wrote down a potential name for the romance novel with this cover. Oh, hell yeah, bring it on. Okay. Light Bondage.
0: Ooh, <laughs> that's really good, dude. Great. That's a you good one. You gotta write erotic novellas for Amazon. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Kita. what did you think of these comics? I, I assume you read through them. Um, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about the death of, like, Charwan Tree as well, a lot. And I was actually thinking about it that it might have been Tiana? 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and his um, husband, the Eldred Krangard. Because I think uh, that. Silas said in the prison to lock something along the lines that the crown guards got me here in the first place. So maybe like it was Tiana and Eldred who got Silas in the first place in the prison. They hate magic, but the king doesn't, maybe that much. And Tiana and Eldred might want to like keep their position and uh, push their like own image how the demacia should be yeah
0: yeah it makes sense to me and i think she un- like would know that j4 would be easier to kind of mold and control a little bit yeah so maybe especially I mean, if he thinks that mages killed his father
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean imagine i mean gosh imagine if if imagine he does get married to lux and then that's and, and ostensibly, she's saying like, "Oh, we'll do it, so we'll protect Lux." But maybe that's like a tr- like a little little ace up your sleeve. If J four ever gets out of hand, it's like, "Hey, mm. I know that your wife is a mage, and here we are in oh. you know post mage rebellion Demacia, and now we like leverage, right?"
0: Yeah, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. She would blackmail him. It's mm-hmm. an
2: interesting I- idea, but like I said, I, I don't know about her, and I'd have to go look at other instances of her because I think. It could easily be that she's not, and we're just uh, we're being we're being dicks to someone who's actually good. And maybe she schemes, but she schemes to help. You know what I mean?
0: I I, I don't think so. I back up but, Tiana. Okay, I just think that the person who killed J four J three uh, has to be someone that we know of, have heard of, has been around. You know, it can't just be some rando. So. Oh, I do
1: yeah. definitely think it's still her husband.
0: Oh, okay. You maybe I just think
1: I just think he was operating independently. Okay, from her. or maybe That's it's possible. LeBlanc as her that oh
0: it's leblanc leblanc's like LeBlanc the big Blanc, wild
2: card all well this because anyone could actually be leblanc right yeah. that's the problem <laughs>
0: so. yeah we did pitch that maybe in leblanc's episode that maybe leblanc had a hand in killing jarvan the third yeah
4: yeah mm. I, and I have one more thing about this go for thing. it okay i was like shuffling through like the pages on the comic and i saw that before the king was dead Um, Tiana still had her uh, sword with her, but after the king died and the next time we see Tiana, she doesn't have her sword anymore. Mm. But in the picture where the king is dead, there is a sword next to her. I mean, next to him. Hmm. Interesting. Does it look like the same sword? Is it her sword?
0: It would be pretty dumb of her to leave her sword right near his dead body, right? But it I would mean, be pretty well, smart
1: of someone else to frame
2: her ooh. by leaving her sword somewhere <laughs> well no one picked up on it so they didn't do a good enough job <laughs> <That's
3: fair>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> except for our, our little investigator over here yeah i mean i don't know you know it's like i mean yeah it could be just my like head cannon, of course i mean <laughs> and... if that was a, a detail that they wanted people to pick up on that would be a, that would be a good one for sure
4: right a little visual yeah. thing that yeah no one... i mean the, the the sword is like right next to the king I mean, it doesn't have any blood on it, so it might be the king's word as well. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's hard to say. It's a neat idea, though. It's a fun thing to play around with. What did we think of like, <laughs> like? I, I know we we've, we've been on stuff, and this is like a lot of stuff to get through. But like, what did we think of like Lux's depiction in this? I mean, it, her name's on the thing. I feel like you know, it's. <laughs> it is like...
3: mainly
0: about Lux. Yeah, we we got off track. Um, I I like this, uh, comic a lot. I feel like we talked about it with Garen. But I like Lux here. I like how that she got drawn to Silas for her variety of reasons. And she likely would not have if even just her mother had embraced her magic. I don't think she would have been seduced by Silas in any way. So yeah. I don't know. I like her being drawn to someone like that. And Silas really fascinates me. I can't wait until we can talk about <laughs> Silas more. because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like... I'm not against Silas, honestly. I kind of get it. Like, (laughs) I get it, bud, because he's been through a lot. They were using him as a child and everything, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, uh, I like, I like how when she's talking to him and learning more about it, like, she's definitely confronted with a lot of things he says that are different than what she's been taught, but Mm. she doesn't seem like, oh, well, you're, you're lying. Like, she's like, oh, that's. Different than what I taught and he's like, Yeah, obviously. Because <laughs> you're taught propaganda. <laughs> I almost But she feel, seems much more open to that. Than- I almost feel like she kind of maybe
2: maybe I'm wrong and I'd be curious to see if like there's a panel mm-hmm. that does to to the contrary, but I almost feel like um because you know, she's got this sort of affinity, uh like you know, she finds a friend, I guess, you know, whatever in Silas. Um you know she, she kind of takes what he says almost at like face value like kind of doing like a, going from this, uh, the pendulum sort of swinging from like oh everything that Demasi mm. says is correct to like oh everything that Silas is saying um, must be accurate right uh, and I'd be curious to see if where the truth lies because he's not reliable right like he might yeah. be bullshitting <laughs> about certain things or he might like we don't know when he's that he's being 100% honest or, or even what he is saying might just be colored by his experiences so I'd be curious if the like I say, in the truth is kind of somewhere in between, and and Lux, because she's like in this stuck, isolated position, is m- much more willing to, you know, believe those things kind of at face value, right? And especially after you've been kind of shown that hey, some of those things that you thought were true are indeed false, right? It seems like that's an easy way to get someone to really start like, you know, going whole hog in the other direction, almost. <laughs> but if, you yeah, know, I like
0: you the know. idea that she's a little too trustworthy and just instantly believes him, and I wonder. I am curious where Lux is now and Mm. like mentally not just physically (laughs) is she would she still be this trustworthy I don't think I I could see Lux ever getting too jaded that's not really like her character but I don't know like she didn't immediately go well I need to get revenge on Silas she was like well I need to help these mages now yeah to protect them from Demacia and from Silas
2: (laughs) exactly I think like you had said earlier John like this in addition to that other story is like really showcases some of that like that positivity, like, help others mm-hmm. that we, we kind of want from Lux. Because you're right, like, there, she could have she could have gone J3, you know, very like, you know, fuck Silas, man. Um, but <laughs> she doesn't. She thinks about others and kind of tries to hold, like, they're the most important thing is helping these people that, you know, she can help, right? And
4: it's neat. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think, like, it's uh, very hard for Lux to find, like, real friends because she has a huge secret for real. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know maybe it's like a little bit hard for Lux to trust anyone because because she's like telling lies to everyone else and <laughs> you you probably can't make like uh trustworthy like friendship with a, someone you who you can't like tell your Secrets and yeah, absolutely. Like you're a huge mage. Like yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. Main,
1: main friends at that point were a mass murderer and a statue. Yeah, which I yeah. loved the Galileo call out <laughs> by the way when when they were in jail talking about petricite. and he's like, oh, they've made this statue about petricite. He's like, oh, Galileo, yeah, I know
4: him. Yeah. <laughs> you would love him. He's great. We're My friends pal. from work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For- you know, it, it's and also the yeah yeah. Go on, I was gonna go. say
2: it's interesting, like the idea that because she's having to lie constantly, that maybe maybe almost like a a way of like projection, like kind of assumes that maybe other people lack some some
4: truthfulness in the way they interact.
2: You know, it's an interesting
4: idea. Um, I was just thinking about. Just out of context, um, the petricide elixir was something truly scary thing about the comics. And when they were like pouring the petricide elixir to the one prisoner's mouth in there, like how does it feel when your like magic goes from your body away and you're just a regular person again for some period of time? That's a good question. Yeah. I would like to see that, yeah. I would I
2: would love to see, like, a story get into that. Because uh, you're, you're right, that would be a really neat thing to explore. Because in the comic, it just seems... Like, they show it, and it seems shitty, but it'd be nice to get, like, the first-person perspective
1: of, like, what that's like, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially given, like, the, the Fort Demacia, how we see that, like, a lot of that magic comes from nature, and it's, like, mm-hmm. a connection that Lux feels to, like, the world around her. It must feel like just being severed from the world, which yeah yeah absolutely
2: i'm sure exactly that's what it'd be like yeah that's a really neat that's i agree i'd love to see that and you know what else that's also a good. (laughs) and one more thing one more fucking thing um you know what that speaks to lux being i I like the 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 bravery almost of her being willing to like chug that potion so that she can go fight silas with a crossbow and a dagger and that's it oh yeah like yeah uh, i love it i love it good on her she got a solid she got backbone man let me tell you
0: oh yeah
1: (laughs) she got moxie kid she's a crown gall (laughs) (laughs) cut of her jib (laughs) yeah all right yeah yeah so that is that is canon lux Mm -hmm. Uh, all right yeah thank you uh thank you for joining us for the conversation (laughs) it was a lot of fun
4: yeah it was fun um Sometimes it felt like I was listening to the podcast, so I was just here silently. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about you. It, it was just me. Yeah. But it was great. It was amazing to be here with you guys. Thank you for this opportunity. Not yeah, it's Great to have
1: course, you. Yeah. Do you have any uh, socials you want to call out before we uh, before we call it today? Uh, anywhere people can no. find you online? No. Or anything? <laughs> no. No. My All right. Totally understand. Well, join the Discord. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yes, and the Discord is—it's—it's it's a great, great place. I—I I, I love your guys Discord server. There's a lot of great people. The atmosphere is amazing. I love it. Oh well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's
0: been nice. Glad you're
4: enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but thank you, and I'll keep moving on. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> bye. Have a good one. All right, bye, man.
0: Okay, now we got a million years of.
2: Cinematics.
1: Well, oh, actually, cinematic. we got some. We got oh, some old, old lore, old lore, old lore this too. This gonna
0: be two and a half hours long. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> it
1: will be. All right, All right. so Wait. I'm gonna do some some old lore bio because she has some fascinating stuff Ooh. in her old lore.
3: Fascinating.
1: Uh, yeah. uh, so I have some quotes here. Uh, old bio. She was very different. Very different. <laughs> Uh, She could play tricks that made people believe they had seen things that did not actually exist. She could also hide in plain sight. Somehow she was able to reverse-engineer arcane magical spells after seeing them cast only once. And as one of the youngest women to be tested by the College of Magic, she was discovered to possess a unique command over the powers of light. And uh, the young Lux viewed this as a great gift, something for her to embrace and use in the name of good. Realizing her unique skills, the Demacian military recruited and trained her in covert operations. She quickly became renowned for her daring achievements, the most dangerous of which found her deep in the chambers of the Noxian high command. She extracted valuable inside information about the Noxus-Ionia conflict, earning her great favor with Demacians and Ionians alike. However, reconnaissance and surveillance were not for her. A light of her people, Lux's true calling was oh, the God. League of Legends, <laughs> where she could follow in her uh, brother's footsteps and unleash her gifts as an inspiration for all of demacia
0: Wow, yeah. are, those those early powers were not reflected oh. in her gameplay, which I don't think her gameplay has changed very much since nah. she was released. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it makes sense, like the idea that, like, oh, you can bend light. Like, yeah, you could probably make yourself invisible. But yeah, never never reflected in gameplay. <laughs> yeah,
2: I feel like isn't this like this what the spell thief like skin is also trying to depict? Is her doing this? like, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. I love that skin. It does things to me. It's cool.
1: <laughs> It's also interesting, like the original Lux, a bit like her ability to see a spell once and then like recreate it on site, mm. was a very Silas thing. Yeah, <laughs> mm. you're right.
0: Wasn't I wonder th- if they like took that idea a little bit. Yeah. Maybe
1: wasn't it the case that her cue is
2: supposed to be like she. Saw Morgana's like dark binding, and then that's how she got her light
1: binding or something like that. that could be I like lot. that. I I know in the design principle, like when they were initially designing her, they used Morgana as the template, and they're mm. like, "What would this look like as light?" So mm. like all of her abilities were initially like, but what if light? Light shield, yeah, <laughs> kind of like a weird. All AOE-y that
0: said, thing. I think Lux needs a little bit of an update because the new champs are really overloaded and. Give her a stealth.
1: Her shield should stealth, <laughs> right? Yeah, give her Fuck a little
0: it. bit of a stealth. Why not? <laughs>
1: Why not, Everyone right? else gets a
0: fucking stealth. Does Akshon need a stealth riot? Because <laughs>
2: I don't think he does. He can, <laughs> he can recreate a spell after he sees it once, and
1: he can bend like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, now, it. there's also a short story that's old canon, hmm. um, which was the Ezreal short story where he's going around the world trying to find information about Aatrox. Mm. Mm. and it, it's told by like a bunch of drawings and pottery and old, old artifacts with and in it and the very last page here is a sketch of himself and Lux oopsies <laughs> <laughs> how'd that get in there <laughs> how'd
0: they meet under these circumstances I wonder were they just in the maybe League maybe of Legends yeah, together so is that how he knows her
1: on the field of justice <laughs> <that> is... <laughs> yeah <laughs> she does have a quote specifically about that that's pretty funny <laughs> oh. um but then she also has uh i assume did you read the judgment and the the joj articles did you want to take us through the judgment sure the judgment is the judgment's
2: kind of interesting because she shows up and she's very uh self-assured she's like oh ho, ho. i know they just use illusions and you know her being this light bending sort of you know illusion master is like this is all you know i've got this no problem and um I think it's like an, an illusion of Garen shows up and, you know, he's asking her the, why do you want to join the league? Uh, and she gives a very, like, f- uh, the right response, the proper Demolition response, et cetera. It does it like a couple times. And then, uh, you know, they kind of throw her back into like the memory of like being, and basically like, the memory of her being dragged, is it her being dragged off to like
1: be a member of the military? Is that what it's depicting, right? Yeah. It's, so like, <laughs> uh, apparently when they were kids they part of the cr- being a crown guard like they all served in the military but like her parents just gave her and garen away when they were children to oh. the military and yeah. i think garen may have been on board with it but like she was very not on board with it yeah <laughs> Yeah. Mommy, I don't
0: want to kill people anymore.
1: The but <laughs> you then, go, you steal but that. then she like relives her brainwashing and was like, because now she is very on board with it. But like she had to like relive the brainwashing, like oh shit, no, this was horrific. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, she's like she realizes that oh, all this
2: kind of like all this love I feel for Demacia is like this isn't like true. This is something I've been kind of convinced to believe, you know, or I've kind of come to believe. Um, kind of interesting. And then at the end of it everything fades and it's actually garen there he's not an illusion It's the actual garen doing this and um she's kind of collapsing in a bit of an emotional wreck and he's he does not help at all he's like well when you're in the league summoners look right into your brain so you gotta you gotta get your shit together and then he leaves he doesn't offer to help in any, in any way <laughs> i think that's mostly yeah. it, unless i miss anything i know i'm high high level
1: yeah. So one thing they immediately mentioned when she saw Garen was like, "Garen, the Might of Damasia, her long lost brother stood mm. before her." I was like, "Oh, she's long lost in this, lore. I didn't know that." Um, I assume that was and, like because he's been off at he's been off in the League of Legends, right? It's the yeah. things they don't <laughs> hang out anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Ever since you joined the League of Legends, I never see, work, we never work, see you. Work. for <laughs>
1: holidays. <laughs>
0: you want to build a snowman?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing you mentioned, she was giving like the right answers. It does specifically call out that those right answers came from the measured tread, which I feel like is a reference that we hadn't heard since maybe Fiora. Fiora, yeah. Actually, when that showed up, I was like, wait, was that like, because that's still
2: in that Fiora story, I think. I was like, is that still a thing that exists? I guess it is, but I didn't realize it was so old. Right? Yeah, It's the handbook for how to be a good Demacian, yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. That's mostly and, for the uh, Yeah, and then she only shows up in two Journal of Justice articles, though I do specifically want to call out how fucking annoying it was to try and find articles that she was a part of by searching Lux. Because every other article in the Journal of Justice has the word influx in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it really fucked up my search. <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> luxury shows up a lot of times. Too. Yeah, luxury was a big asshole too. A I wouldn't asshole. have expected.
2: They say influx like three times in a single like yeah. edition.
1: Oh, man.
0: They just learned that word. They were really right. excited.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it had that feeling. Uh, but, so, the issue she shows up in R5, which is in a whole article about how cool Lux is. Right. Which, it basically reads, like, it reads, like, an article from, like, when you're from a small town, and then someone in that town does something cool, so they get, like, a whole, <laughs> like, article spread about them. Yeah. Like, that's what this was. It's like, yeah, she's in the military now, and she's a cool
2: summoner. <laughs> it's it's by a, like, because, remember, they're, like, there's, like, a Noxian contributor and a Demacian writer, and this one's by their, their Demacian correspondent. What? He also yeah. talks a little shit. He's like, oh, she's so good. She stole these Noxian like, you know, spell plans or whatever, you know, or like even yeah. Lux was able to. I don't remember exactly the exact wording, but he just kind of throws a jab in at Noxus there, which is kind of fun.
0: <laughs> was there a Parks and Rec episode where Leslie mentions that they like pub- somebody from their town went to the Olympics and they wouldn't stop publishing about it for, like, a full year. But he wasn't in the Olympics. He <laughs> just, just went visited. to the Olympics to watch that. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a small town with nothing going on. <laughs> it's
1: very much like that. Yeah. I'm from a small town, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she shows up in issue 15, which is the one where Heimerdinger accidentally blows a huge hole in the roadway outside Demacia. Uh, Lux comes to assess the damage and issues a statement. We've had our differences on the League battlefield at times, but Heimerdinger is always welcome in our city. If he wants to, con- to continue his experiments, however, we ask that he clear it with Demacian officials first.
0: Oh. Mm. I'm a crown <laughs> god.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, was, so that's old luck. I feel like there was one other article where she does almost the exact same thing. She just shows up with <laughs> a group to investigate after some bullshit and gives a statement. <laughs> You know, She's she,
0: like yeah. a cop. She just, like, comes in after kind the fact of. and then says something. She's like right. an assessor.
2: <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we got... She's it. like a plumber. She's an comes insurance in. assessor.
0: <laughs> 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 to see who gets the payout. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. All right. All right. Now she is of part of uh, a bunch of cinematics. Uh, Warriors was the first one we talked about before, where Silas is attacking a Demacian outpost in the Freljord, Probably. <laughs> uh, Lux is almost attacked and trips and falls over. <laughs> her martial prowess being evident here. Uh, Garen she protects her. She hadn't
0: seen Silas <laughs> since the escape. She
3: was,
1: yeah, uh, honestly, yeah, uh,
3: yeah.
1: Uh, Garen protects her, but when it looks like Silas is going to get the best of him, she summons a wand to herself, whiffs an ult straight into the sky, and <laughs> <John>. summons Galio. <laughs> but luckily her ult is on a 10 second cooldown because she immediately gives it another go when Galio gets there.
0: First of all, you can get it on like a 23 second <laughs> cooldown.
1: Cool <laughs> Fully stacked mage, At the Come end on. of the
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't whiff the ult. Yeah. This is high
2: ground,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, high ground. <laughs>
2: I feel like but, this does run a little contrary, because at the end of the comic, she gets her wand, right? And here, it seems like she didn't have it, but there's been a bit, yeah. a bit of time, maybe she lost it, and this is a new one. Who knows? Mm. This kind
0: of makes it seem like she's just decided to use her magic for like the first time, like for a fight, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> like she'd never used it offensively almost before. Maybe. But, I mean, the cinematics, this happens a lot. They'll kind of tweak some things to make it more thematic for what they're doing, so.
1: Yeah. And if you want to get away with using magic... In front of Demacians and have them not fuck with you. Use your magic to call your good friend Galio down. Yeah. They ain't gonna fuck with you. <laughs> I've got a big friend that you can talk to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to- <laughs> With big needs. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck up? That
0: That's gonna be another novella. That's the Galio <laughs> one. Big friend with big needs.
1: <laughs> in his crevices. Oh man. Uh now she's also part of the lux binding light cinematic which was part of the league animation workshop uh, videos along with the darius misfortune and zed character pieces this uh basically shows lux practicing controlling her light before going out into the world and being a boss
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it's very like sketchy not not well hmm like sketched out, like sketch yeah. <laughs> the, the style. They're like it sketches, sketches. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think um, this is good for what it is. I think this is all drawn by just one guy, a guy called Glenn Keen. I want to say who's a Disney animator. He's worked on. Oh, oh yeah, fuck. that's why she looks like a Disney princess in this. Is because mm-hmm. I think it makes he's sense. the big eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't really look like Lux in it, but it's it is still pretty cool. Like because I'm pr- like I'm fairly certain it's just him who just hand drew every single one of these frames. You know, and it's like. Hmm. It's pretty cool for like a little animation thing.
1: Yeah, was there. I know those were all just to like uh, give you a bit more about character personality um, for all of them. So it was nice. Yeah. Plus, uh, Nectar. she also. Sh- <laughs> oh, that's that, sorry. That? The
2: song in it is by a uh, an artist, or
1: I guess I think it's an artist named Bass Nectar. Oh, I don't know. I, God, that name sounds familiar. Did they do a? Uh, did they do one of the Sona remixes?
2: Like one? Of the, maybe, maybe.
1: I wouldn't Hmm. be surprised. Uh, Now, she also shows up in The Unshackled, which is the Silas reveal. After Silas gives his big monologue, we see Lux at the door of his prison at the very end. And we all know where that (laughs) (laughs) leads. Some light bondage. (laughs) Some light bondage. (laughs) Uh, She's also in the Dominion trailer. Uh, In this trailer, Lux completely ignores her teammate Aurelia getting mauled by Cassiopeia so she can cap a point. Hell yeah. Um, but then luckily joins the final fight in time for a huge multi-man ult to save Jarvin. <laughs> in an awesome That's how pose. That's you went at the minion. Right? You
0: yeah. need the points.
2: You gotta get the points, man. Hey, Aurelia gotta just get ulted some points. minions. Fuck her, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Aurelia just... Just... Pff, is really running it down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Classic Aurelia. Uh,
1: um... She's in the Tellstone cinematic, King's Gambit, where we see Lux beating Garen at Tellstones. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> uh, she's in the "You Really Got Me" cinematic, where uh, is the Wild Rift cinematic, where Lux is studying and bored and dreaming of fighting a big rock, mon- big rock monster men, uh, and then Jinx kidnaps her and drags her to battle. Where she spots her dream enemy, Malphite. <laughs> and after dodging several Malphite cues somehow. <laughs>
0: That's not a skill shot.
1: <laughs> she lands a sweet binding alt combo to. Which ag- would do
0: absolutely nothing to a Malphite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I didn't mention it, but she also altered the Malphite in the Dominion cinematic too. So. Yeah. Mm. Gotta, she know. fights a ton of rock monsters, man.
2: I will say this is like <laughs> the most deluxe. Like, sure, her expressions and the way she's acting and stuff. Like, I get the most feeling of, like, luxe yeah. from anything mm-hmm. on this one. I really
1: like it. Definitely. Yeah. And she's got that uh, that nod to her original splash art in in this. When she gets drawn in, when she gets pulled into the wild drift and we see her, she's, like, walking on the top of that uh, oh, wall. Goodness. It's oh, the wow. same from the original splash. Oh shit, you're shit. right. Oh, my God. I gotta
0: watch that again. <laughs> That's off. We were mm. passing pictures around of her old splash art, by the way. Oh, it's it's great. pretty special. It's- she looks like a cheerleader. <laughs>
1: Not, she's <laughs> not even blonde her like the main thing they mention in all of her stories to like her hair as gold at, not even blonde in her original splash no yeah, no. yeah that old splash that old artist something else that's a neat little yeah. find though
0: yeah we're gonna post that on twitter by the way that old and John has like an old was it a little sprite or like an old not a sprite I guess I don't know it wasn't like the original splash he just showed us like a model of Lux
2: oh yo just, yeah
0: my fucking high? Mm. No,
2: I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, like the, the okay. in game model. <laughs>
3: it
0: was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the in game model. I don't know words right now.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh. Now, she also shows up in the cinematic duo, which is one of those ones that kind of focuses on content creators. And this one focuses on Lily, Pichu, and Slightly Musical uh, duoing against an evil swain as Lux and Ezreal.
0: Mark, I didn't see the other picture you sent us. The oh, concept the art. concept art. <laughs> She's got like this weird thing around her belly button. So, Mark said, for me, it's the uterus frame. I mean,
2: <laughs> you know what? You, I will let the audience be the judge. They can look at it and tell me what they
1: would call that. Yeah, that was a thing with a lot of her original Splash 2 is like weird skirt things in all yeah. of them. They're not really skirts, it's kind of like bound together Flaps. pieces of fabric. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: She's like strawberry blonde in this one a little bit, almost. God, this outfit is something. There's a lot of class. She like went to a thrift store and picked out a few different pieces that didn't match. That's what it looks like. Went to
1: Michaels and got some fabrics. I mean, she knows that she's going to be making herself invisible, so it doesn't really matter. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Um, she's also part of just one more which was inspired by the true story of the five North American League of Legends Mm -hmm. players with the longest losing streak in one sitting. And one of them plays Lux every game.
3: (laughs) That's why they fucking lose it, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh.
1: (sighs) And finally, we have Road to the Cup, which was a studio mirror animation for the world's 2013 with players doing the moves of their favorite champions while racing to the top of a mountain to the Champions Cup. And this one features a Ferrellin Lord from the Copenhagen Wolves using his Lux alt like a rocket in Quake to propel himself up the mountain. <laughs>
0: fucking Iron Man
1: Quake. What a great reference. Uh, but yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I-, I not played that.
1: That was that like was I think Fortnite. the first game to feature the whole just shooting a rocket at your feet to blow yourself up. That's
0: mm. right. We were talking about that the other day
1: and before it became a feature in most in Fortnite in most like <laughs> FPSs now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right.
0: I'm almost debating if I should go to the bathroom before you start the AUs, or maybe while you're doing the. Well, AAUs. We have some quotes actually. Quotes. Okay. First.
1: We got some. Uh, <clears throat> I've been
0: drinking coffee and water this whole time. Oh man.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, so we've got the classic Cat uh, and Garen sitting in a tree. And you better just be holding hands or I'm telling. Well, how about a
0: fucking narc Lux? <laughs> cock block?
1: And she's got a quote to Ezreal that says, Are we supposed to be dating or something? We've never even talked. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a, a fucking brutal quote to Lucian. Mm. Oh, I'm mm. sure your wife forgives you for getting her soul taken by a remorseless creature of darkness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Vicious. thing
0: is, when you say it like that, uh, it sounds brutal. But it's to probably... enemy
1: Lucians. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure she. Genuinely... I just feel like she
0: meant it. Yeah, yeah. she like sincerely meant that. Like, yeah. I'm sure she just, forgives you.
1: she Just doesn't realize how it comes across, you know.
3: She's mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> got a quote to Leona. You brought the sun to a light fight. That was. Ugh. Probably a good choice, actually. <laughs> uh, and then she's got a good quote that I just liked. <laughs> We're all so concerned about what Demacia is, we forget to ask what it can be. Oh. Yeah. That's deep. Makes you think. Nothing nice.
0: about shadows, Lux. See, That's how you get deep quotes.
1: <laughs> uh, and she's got <laughs> a couple of reference quotes here. The uh, double rainbow. What does it mean? classic reference Bear 62's youtube video
0: (laughs) that was like one of the og memes i feel like (laughs)
1: Mm, like ancient Mm. memers over here Uh, Mm. she does go on to explain light refraction and what it actually means (laughs) i don't have that whole quote there though it's all sciencey and shit. then we've got a few from elementalist lux the horror the horror references heart of darkness by joseph conrad Uh, Fire, Lux and Brand share the quote, is it hot in here or is it just me? like hmm. oh, the way she says
3: it, though. <laughs>
1: uh, so. Ice Lux has a quote, why does everyone always assume I have Turkish delight? <laughs> oh, wow. It's a, uh, Chronicles of Narnia reference. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she also makes a lot of puns, like fucking Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> does. It's so good, I really like that actually, one, actually. Actually, I didn't mention, this was one of the quotes I initially pulled, but if you ban Lux, uh she says but all my light puns would have brightened your day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good uh, and then last quote uh it's another ice lux one ice pierces the most temperamental of hearts which might be a snow queen reference by hmm. hans christian anderson hmm.
2: sure i'll take your word for it I'm
1: not yeah good
2: <laughs> i did Jesus. have a, a few from Runeterra that i liked um, Ooh, one is not hers, it. but it's Galio. Because when we did Galio, he wasn't in Runeterra, but he is now. And when an enemy Lux shows up on the, the map, he'll say, uh, uh, not you, anyone but you. It's kind of sad. Aww. Um, and then she'll, <laughs> when the turn timer uh, comes up, she'll start humming this little light of mine, which I thought was pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, cute. Yeah, just those two. Yeah, so that's... uh. Uh, another thing for comics by the way not necessarily canon comics but i figured i should just call it out before i forget she does show up in harmonies uh seraphine has that star guardian poster oh on her yeah wall. yeah oh john <laughs> i always forget with that being said au time you can go to the bathroom okay if you want. yeah <laughs> all right au time bb yeah now she is part of the medieval AU, set in the Middle Ages, each champion is a person from the medieval period. This one is Sorceress Lux, an aspiring mage from the Damasian dukedom. <laughs> Lux has traveled across the land in her quest to lighten the lives of the peasantry with magic. <laughs> Though her efforts are often met with suspicion at first, tales of her miracles are beginning to reach the ruling class of the dukedom itself. This is an AU where Lux can do magic. Oh, in, in Demacia, people are kind of suspicious yeah. of it, but it's like Yeah.
2: <laughs> what is uh,
1: this fucking AU? Sorry, I don't think I've ever heard of this one. Before. Right.
2: <laughs>
3: There's
1: not a lot else that else are part it? of it. Yeah. yeah, there are other things that are a part of it for sure. All I think right. Medieval Twitch probably is in this oh, one too. Yeah. That oh, that would make that, you know. sense. Yeah. Um, now this is not to be confused with the next one, Arcanists, which is set in a fantasy setting where each champion is a wizard or witch. <laughs> Uh, And this is Spell Thief Lux. She doesn't pull in coin like the Spell Thief's Edge and can't actually steal spells like Silas. But technically, Lux is learning and reproducing illegal magic. Sadly, illegal spell learner Lux doesn't have quite the same ring to it. (laughs) That's funny. So this is is an AU where Lux uh, learns magic. Uh, Okay. Secretly.
0: I just want Riot to know this is one of, I think, the sexiest skins they've ever made, and she's fully covered. Like, you don't need to make people you know, partially clothe. I have a sticker of this on my Hydroflask. That's how <laughs> so much I love this That's skin. That's true.
1: <laughs> and this one is very, uh, I don't know if you played any Dota, but I feel like this one is I very kind of like Jaina Proudmore. You might dig her. Mmm, I can <laughs> see it, yeah.
0: John knows my taste in ladies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, we've got Commando, which is set in an alternate future universe. Where they're
0: all naked. Where they're
1: all naked. (laughs) (laughs) There's Commando Lux. Soundproof ear protectors, a multi-spectral heat visor, lace-up knee-high boots, and a double-sided flamethrower that shoots lasers instead of fire. Yeah, Lux really does have it all.
0: She's also got Heels.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, you gotta have armored heels. Can you call it a flamethrower if it
2: doesn't produce flame? Won't it be like a laser thrower? La-
3: a laser thrower.
1: Whatever. You can do whatever you want right. when you're when you're in the commando line, <laughs> taking less damage from Leona alts.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: Uh, It's part of Steel Legion set in a dystopian future of Demacia. It features champions equipped with Tesla-like weaponry. This is Steel Legion Lux. This highly trained specialist in the Steel Legion uses light magnifying crystal rods to discharge rays of concentrated energy, designated Lux. Her affinity with the weapons has been quietly observed by several leading scientists within the organization. So, I guess her code name in this AU is Lux, which is pretty creative. (laughs) Right?
2: (laughs) It it took me an actual second when you said that. Like, designated? Like, it's, like, code name?
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Now we've got Battle Academia, set in a world where champions go to school that cultivate the next generation of superheroes. This is separated into five schools, named after the god weapons, which are titanic sentient weapons that dot the landscape. Now, Lux in this AU is Garen's adopted sister, and it's implied that they do not have a good relationship, oh. although it is also likely she's dating Israel in this AU. Okay. Hmm.
3: This
1: one is Battle Academia Lux, a first year at the Durandale God Weapon Academy. Lux maintains an upbeat attitude no matter the odds. Despite her freshman position in the Sorcery Club, Lux wields a tremendous amount of magical power that even the Academy's senior staff can't quite explain. And she also has a Runeterra card, so we've got a Battle Academia Lux level 2, which is like a conversation that looks like between her and Ezreal. (laughs) But, but, we're not supposed to use our power between classes. You're right, but we can't just let them carry on. Guess I'm about to get into a heap of trouble. Not listening, huh? Well, then this is for your own good. Lucent Singularity! Oh, you name your moves too? Have you met Ezreal? You might like him. (laughs) Nobody at Durandale Academy had quite seen anything like it. Such power! Without a weapon to channel it? The professors forbade discussions, but of course, rumors spread. And now she also has a prestige skin for this one, the prestige battle academia Lux. Now in her second year at Durandale Academy, Lux has been hardened by the harrowing trials, losses, and betrayals that punctuated her freshman experience. Following the climactic clash with a certain rogue god weapon, Lux has mastered her powers and risen to take her place as head of the sorcery club as well as the new class president Cool. and this one also has a cinematic called Fight for Yours which is the training montage with Jace, Katarina Ezreal and Lux and in this cinematic Lux seems super OP <laughs> blows up all the fucking training dummies almost kills Graves but he's got a Yumi shield on him so he good <laughs> Now, we got Space Groove. In a groovy galaxy a million disco infernos away, a mysterious energy known only as the Groove brings music and prosperity to trillions of galactic citizens. But when the alien overlord Lysandra and her army of harsh vibes begin to enslave planets and suppress disco music, a new age of heroes rises to stop her and keep the party groovin'. This is one that aesthetically is likely inspired by Space Channel 5. And this one is Space Groove Lux.
0: Sorry. (laughs) I got caught on my foot.
1: (laughs) A normal girl from the normal world. (laughs) Lux picked up a groove-enhancing staff to defend her planet from the harsh vibes, inadvertently discovering she could channel mighty blasts of concentrated disco music, sailing into space with her mercenary bodyguard samira lux now stands as the bubbly bastion of good against an evil alien armada and their terrible taste in music <laughs> also gwen is her quartermaster in this au and her boogie's name is barney Dope, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And this has the Cinematic Exploration, which is an amazing retro anime style music video, which you should watch. Yep. Still recommend it.
0: (laughs) I still haven't seen it. Still recommend (laughs) it. I
1: know we talked about it with Lulu. Still good. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Now I've got Porcelain. In a world where ancient spirits and magical creatures thrive in the periphery of modern society, powerful porcelain artifacts called the Zodiac Relics are key to unlocking immense power. They are kept safe by the Protectors, immortal guardians tasked with keeping the relics out of the wrong hands. This one's Porcelain Lux. As the current leader of the Protectors and wielder of the rabbit relic, Lux is determined to keep up her sunny disposition in spite of everything. Her own arduous sorcery training, the newbie archaeologist who stumbled into their ranks, and the sudden threat of awakened evil now out for vengeance. She's got this. Right? (laughs) Right. Right. And this also has a prestige skin. A leader bends, but never breaks. In the Protector's pursuit of an ancient evil, Lux has navigated her team over obstacles that even the archaeologist, in all his unbridled confidence, thought insurmountable. Lux's power, once a dim light in a darkened world, now shines brightly, and her ragtag group of fragile personalities, the Protectors, with her support, deserving of their title. And this one has a cinematic called A Hero Awakens, where after Ezreal accidentally awakens the ancient evil Lysandra, Lux has to bail him out, and together they both manage to completely whiff their alts point blank, and Lysandra <laughs> gets away. High ground. High That's ground.
0: A, it's us in bot lane, eh? Hey. <laughs> yes.
1: Do y'all ever run Ezreal, Lux? I feel like y'all... No.
0: Jonathan play much Ezreal. Mm-hmm. Not in SR. Just try it. Be fun.
1: We did once. Didn't go great. We
2: did? I don't remember. Yeah. No, don't ever... Nope. Didn't go great. Don't yeah, ever do once is
0: enough. That's all you <laughs>
1: that's So a, they nerf AP Kaiser. As good a sample size <laughs> as I need. Yep. <laughs> uh, now, she's also part of Lunar Rebel, which is Lunar Empress Lux. Groomed from a young age to guard the immortal realm from darkness, the Lunar Empress and her companions are said to stand watch over the world. Lux, though a powerful demigod in her own right, draws aid from the ever-faithful Warwick and Nassus this one has the cinematic unite against the dark where we learn more details about the story about Lux and her protectors and how they work together to banish the darkness of the lunar raids. Dope. Hmm. And Event horizon in the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things, cosmic creatures of sublime love and the unknowable monstrosities of the dark star. These are the children of silent gods, and they are finally coming home.
0: This is the one you, like, dramatize the most whenever <laughs> you read the summary of the world.
1: Got a very dramatic summary.
0: You always, like, get more... I think every time you read it, too, you add, like, a little bit more drama to it.
1: There was By the time I'm done, it's gonna be...
2: The soccer one was pretty dramatic, to be fair. When you did the soccer cup one pretty recently
0: oh yeah, mm, that's yeah. True.
1: that yeah. also needed drama yeah because
0: sure. there was nothing else going on they're all like soccer balls <laughs> there's only we one only soccer one, ball
1: right? <laughs> now this one has two skins we've got dark cosmic lux uh, once the right hand of queen ash lux embraced the darkness in her heart answering the mad call of the dark star finally seeing the truth she rejects the cosmic court instead serving her own dark ambitions to quiet the banal noise of creation For she now knows her true fate, to reign as queen of a dark court and rightful master of the Dark Star. (laughs) And then you've got the other side of the coin, which is Cosmic Lux. The right hand of Queen Ash, Lux weaves celestial constellations, bringing order to a universe drifting towards entropy. When the Dark Star began corrupting members of the Cosmic Court, Lux stepped forward to confront Thresh. Yet she harbors a terrible secret a shard of darkness that has always lived within her heart whispering temptations. Is this like a before this and after? Sad thing? lux. <laughs> yeah, so this is um basically so canon in this AU right now is Dark Cosmic Locks. So mm-hmm. this was it was basically up to a uh, player vote whether she would defeat the darkness or not. Players wanted her to lose to the darkness, so she Cuz they're
0: fucking mean. <laughs>
1: Because they wanted her to unleash her true potential.
2: Yeah. See the truth <laughs>
1: behind the <Yeah>. <laughs> Um. So, so prior to her corruption, Lux was probably the strongest cosmic entity of all of them. And she's a cosmic entity who is secretly a vessel of the Dark Star and was kept close by all the other celestials for fear of her true potential. Mm, okay. And. She was assigned the task of binding the Dark Star and Thresh in a fixed point, but ended up being pulled into the Dark Star by Thresh. And, uh, yeah, so this, this was a vote for the Galaxy's 2020 event is when that went down. Yeah, I kind of remember it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Lux in this AU also was the one who revived Dark Star Mordekaiser after being corrupted. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And this has a cinematic called Lights End where we just see a planet get blown up and we see the two possible outcomes of Lux and the wreckage (laughs) and then we see a short story Ambitions Embrace where uh, due to her mastery of Starlight she's the one that Ash sends to destroy the Dark Star while the rest of the court hunts the other Dark Star Corruptants but she dong-gong goofs it and now she's corrupted oopsie
0: (laughs) oops all corruption
1: And finally, last but not least. I'll lay back for this one. Strap in. Oh, yeah. Star Guardian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which we just went over with Lulu.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. In a vast and dark universe, young warriors are chosen by fate to protect the light of the stars. They are destined to burn bright, but collapse as furiously as they shine. This one is Star Guardian Lux. Cheerful and courageous, Lux shines the brightest among her Star Guardian team. While young and inexperienced, the pink-haired captain's optimism inspires others in their destiny to protect the universe. She truly believes that as long as they fight together, there's no darkness they can't overcome. And we've also got Pajama Guardian Lux. As captain of her Star Guardian team, Lux knows the importance of a little R&R. As host of the party, though, she's still working on the relaxation part. It's hard to cut loose, especially when a certain handsome blonde guardian keeps flashing that charming grin but lux's boundless optimism still lights up any room (laughs) who do
0: you think they're talking about
1: (laughs) could be anyone named ezreal (laughs) uh now in the bio here we learn that she has blood type a her hobbies include (laughs) sleeping and eating and her favorite food is cake
0: wow what i've never related to someone so much before
3: (laughs)
1: Now, the short stories here, we got new stars, which tells a little, about, a little bit more about the Star Guardians. We learned in the beginning, the first star gave its light to create the universe, and new worlds were born, and with them, warriors imbued with the light of the first star. And as a Star Guardian fades, their powers are reborn and new protectors, and Star Guardians are chosen for their strength and resolve, but above all else, they're chosen for their courage. It often signals a cataclysmic battle elsewhere in the universe when multiple Star Guardians are chosen to serve at once. And Star Guardians must familiarize themselves with the customs and rituals of a planet in order to blend in with its inhabitants, dispelling any suspicion about their true nature. And we've got Starfall, where Lux and her team of Star Guardians go on a team-building retreat. They meet Ari and her team of Guardians there, though they don't realize they're Guardians at the time. Then the camp is attacked by darkness, and the two teams fight together to defeat it. And I know I've glossed over this story a lot in the previous episodes, but at its heart, this is a luck story. Mm. (laughs) Um, It's all about her insecurity, leading her team of Star Guardians, how dysfunctional they all seem, especially compared to Ari's team, who seem like super buttoned up, and her desire to just get them all to get along with each other and work together. And it's a a pretty good story. So Mm. if you're interested in the Star Guardian AU, this is a good one to read. I will say
2: I've been watching a lot of Sailor Moon recently, and um, this is this is gonna be big like season three vibes, where like they have uh, mm. <laughs> Uranus and Neptune who are really like on point, and then the rest of them are yeah. just kind of fuck fuck-ups, so Yeah.
0: Have you uh, seen Sailor Moon before?
2: Uh, no, but I, we've been watching through it. It's like kind of good, like whatever TV. And I, I like season three yeah. a lot. I know that's mm-hmm. completely sidetracked, but like I'm really enjoying <laughs> season three because they're having fun
1: with it. So
0: I used to watch the show so much. <laughs> Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you draw a connection between I, right. It's just like the <laughs> Star Guardian skin line obviously Commando feelings. is the Sailor Moon skin. <laughs>
0: she doesn't. She definitely doesn't have a Sailor Moon quote in her clothes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's see. We've got a slumber party too, where Lux plans a mandatory Star Guardian meeting. Lulu, not realizing she meant just her own team, invites Ari's team as well. Mm-hmm. So they show up and have a slumber party. Things are tense, but they finally lighten up and become friends and i'm just gonna throw it out there i still got a lot of gay tension here between lux and jinx but kind oh, of like one-sided sure. specifically like jinx towards lux mm-hmm. yeah and lux just seems like oblivious <laughs> uh, also lux's inner monologues here are written exactly like the lead of every high school age young adult protagonist in the world so <laughs> oh, really that's fun yeah.
0: <laughs> look at their little poro snacks yeah. you never noticed that <laughs> the bottom right
1: there was another thing in there in that splash, too, that uh, was neat, although I forget what it was now. Oh, yeah, they're playing um, mechs and minions in the background. Oh, <laughs> oh really? I'm trying to figure
0: out. I mean, look, that game yeah. has to be something, but I don't really play a lot of board
1: games. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: and then we've got Twilight Star, where the Star Guardians are playing at a playground because Lulu had a vision of it and drew it in her notebook, when suddenly they're attacked by Zoe. She attacks with bubbles. Jinx almost gets hit, but Lux jumps in and shields her. They manage to fight Zoe back, but Lulu gets hit by a bubble trying to rescue Miss Fortune and has a vision that she, although they don't know who she is, um, is coming. So they decide they need to contact Ari, but that's when they find out she disappeared, you know, right before kind of the slumber party events, um, which leads directly into the light and shadow cinematic. And then finally, the cinematic for this Burning Bright is a sweet music video where the team fights together against Baron Nasher. Woo! Hell yeah. I've got some final fun facts to close it out. Ooh, Let's um, go. Real quick, oh. uh, Elementalist Lux, doesn't she have a cinematic? Does she have any skin lore? Oh, she does have a cinematic. She doesn't have any lore. Okay. okay. She does have a cinematic. I was hoping she would. I forgot about that.
2: I don't understand what the fuck's happening in that cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've seen it a few times. It's like the least Lux looking or like thing ever. And I was trying to understand like what's happening. Or
1: I know they're just trying to sell the skin and shit, but like... You know, it's weird. Right. I I think they were trying to like highlight the fact that like she started in the one element yeah. and then she got hit and um and now she's combining some sort of elements and now she's, she's new dark. fire person yeah. instead. Yeah, <laughs> goes Like
2: it just doesn't look like Lux and it like doesn't have any personality and it's like if you told me this was a new champion, I would completely believe you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just curious. I was also hoping yeah. Fighting
1: another fucking rock monster. Right, third mouth fight. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Uh. So uh, Lux is voiced by Carrie Carinen. Um, she is around twenty. Well, Lux, not Carrie. Lux is around <laughs> twenty years old currently. We don't know how uh, old Carrie is. We don't know how old Carrie is.
2: Doesn't she voice um, LeBlanc too? Is that right? Oh, oh I really? Know. I think so. She I, I know she's one other
1: champion. I think that's who it is.
3: Mm.
1: Uh Lux's Radiant Staff we mentioned was given to her by a mage woman named uh Kim or Sim, not really not really sure how to pronounce that. She <laughs> saved during the events of Lux issue 5. Mm. Uh Luxana comes from the Latin word for light, Lux. Mm. <laughs> Good <laughs> shit. Uh Lux's ultimate has had three names. All referencing uh, Marissa Karasami from the Two Who Project, Uh, Finale's Funkin', Final Spark, and Infinite Light. I think they should bring it back to Finale's Funklin' or whatever the hell it's (laughs) called.
0: I don't think I really... Is it Infinite Light now?
1: No, it's Final Spark Oh, okay. I was like, I thought it was
0: called Final
1: Spark. Yeah. Uh, Lux, Ezreal, and Katarina are the only champions to be visually redesigned between being announced and being released. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see why later.
0: I mean, Ezreal is perfect. I don't know why they thought like, they had to change the Mega Mind looking
3: motherfucker. <laughs>
0: no
1: artifacts.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: Uh Lux and Garen are one of seven pairs of sibling champions in game.
0: Mm-hmm. And most of them are pretty toxic. Someone at Riot has <laughs> something going on with a sibling. Uh
1: her and uh yeah, so last her Star Guardian Lux's dance reference is uh Doki Doki Precure, and her recall is a Sailor Moon reference. Oh. Unsurprisingly.
0: Mm. I never play that one. I'll yeah, have to I look at them. her recall sometime.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the transformation. Um, okay, I would assume oh, okay. that's what it would be if it was yeah. <laughs>
0: going to be anything. Yeah, dope.
1: Neat. Yeah, that's lux.
0: That was lux. <laughs> we did it, and it only took two hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a short two hours. Right. Flew by. Was it? <laughs> Barely even felt like two. It felt like very, an hour fifty, didn't it? A very light episode. You know what I mean? Ah. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you so much for listening. We have a Twitter, it's at Loreheads. If you'd like to see some of the fun pictures we were just talking about, I'll probably post them. <laughs> uh we also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash loreheads. We usually play League on Saturdays and then John plays TFT on Mondays. He's very close to Diamond. Who knows, maybe by the time this is out he'll be Diamond. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Or I will be less close to Diamond. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or this <laughs> it's gonna be one of the two. um we post all the episodes on youtube along with some fun musical parodies and we have a discord The link is in the description of this episode it's also tagged or pinned on our twitter if you want to join us for for funsies fun times (laughs) (laughs) we have a patreon as well thank you so much to all of our patrons
1: and a very special thank you to our madarda tier patrons uh mylect king of hearts jeremy rich and D Smurfs. <laughs> Thank you all. And if you were Mages in Damasia, I would rescue you.
0: Aww. I'll make cute. you drink some
1: <laughs> 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 Heaven or hell.
0: And I'll go eat cake. Mm. <laughs> Let them handle it. <laughs> uh, be sure to join us next week for a much shorter episode, I assume, as we talk about Shard of the Monolith Malfight.